0: Welcome to Declare Your Independence on the Free Talk Live Network.
1: It's time for Declare Your Independence with Ernest Hancock.
2: Believe me when I say we have a difficult time ahead of us. But if we are to be prepared for it, we must first shed our fear of it. I stand here without fear because I remember... I remember that I am here not because of the path that lies before me, but because of the path that lies behind me. I remember that for 100 years we have fought these machines. And after a century of war, I remember that which matters most. We are still here!
0: You're not a friend! No fear! 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 No Man, at the leading bleeding edge of you know whatever innovation and cryptocurrency and blockchain and whatever and kind of stuff. I'm gonna read it. You know, I read the whole bio. I'll be here all day, but you know, I'll just go over uh, some highlights here, and you can see why we want to talk to to Sterling. Now, Sterling's been, you know, and he's purdy too. Look at that, and see how he's he is. And then, um, <laughs> uh, what I wanted to do is go ahead and go over. Uh, his bona fides here a little bit, so you can see we're going to be talking about cryptocurrency, the future, the bricks, the uh, payment system, the ETF sub, and what's going to kind of zombie apocalypse to be a common hell? It's here, okay? Sterling Luhan is a cryptocurrency professional. There's professional cryptocurrency guys, I guess. Well, if I had to pick one, Sterling would be one of them. Uh, Logo's core contributor and futurist. He is also the former communications ambassador for Bitcoin.com and author of the book Dignity and Decency, Rhapsodic Musings of a Modern Anarchist. He has worked full-time in cryptocurrency and blockchain for eight years, which is about as long as it's been around. You know, it it started like 2009 that we became aware, and then by by 13, you know, anybody that wanted to get in and they were inclined, they were in. You know, I think Sterling was part of that crowd. Sterling is a cyberpunk network state scholar and who takes an interest in leveraging cryptography and technology to free the world. Nothing less, and create voluntary governance services. Oh, hell, they don't want that, but we'll talk about it anyway. Sterling has spoken at dozens of events around the world, where I met him at uh, many of them, including the Block Show Conference in Germany, Crypto Finance in Switzerland. SteamFest in Portugal, CoinBR in Brazil, and acted as a liaison for the crypto community at the Ministry of Foreign Affairs in Mongolia. Whoa. He has debated Peter Schiff on the merits of cryptocurrency at LibertyCon, Washington, D.C., etc., etc., etc. Now, this is what I wanted to make sure that we got to right away. Where are we right now as the people's money? Cryptocurrency as the people's money, no third party, no bank, no, you know, bitcoincustomerservice.com, which I have, by the way. I just want you to know that. Anyway, so have have, because uh, um, everybody's calling me and asking me years ago, you know, isn't there a Bitcoin customer service thing or something? I go, no, but there is now. So uh, Doug Hodges and I were racing to see who could get the domain faster, you know, we're sitting there and I went. But the, uh, I think I got forward to this. Phoenix crypto anyway. But the um, now that we're in to people's money being of need, there's going to be a crash and current certainly the dollar, they're gonna to go to whatever. When that happens, you know, we're sitting here looking at, you know, the cryptos that go up or not or not and they're manipulated, it seems to me, just as gold and silver are, but when they break out, they're gonna break out. And then there's going to be some winners and losers. And, and all of a sudden, Dogecoin is going to go to $100 because, you know, Elon's going to mention it again or something. I mean, you know, just, you know, crazy stuff is out there ready to happen. What is the technology situation now for us to have a people's money? What is holding it back? Is it just law? Is it technology? Is it scaling? What's going on Sterling?
3: Yeah, that's actually, that's a really good point, Ernie, and I would say that we're not in a really great great spot in terms of having a people's money in uh, crypto, and some of this doesn't just have to do with regulation, uh, government disruption of the space, some of it just happens to be with where we're at in terms of the tech, right? So not only did a lot of people finally realize that Bitcoin doesn't have the anonymity features that they had hoped it has, right? It's still, quote-unquote, pseudo-anonymous, meaning that somebody could attempt to hide their their funds and transact in, in private, but if they try to transact with an exchange, they're going to have to KYC, go through the whole process, and then they're going to be known. That's typically how it happens. But there's another problem that's been glaring, and that's a lot of the node administrators, uh, miners, etc. cetera. Uh, anytime that somebody builds applications on any of these Cryptocurrency networks, let's just use Ethereum as the most prominent example, Uh, they're having to interface with a node that is connected to the primary uh, internet, right? That's uh, actually controlled by other people, a gateway, and that gateway can effectively, that node can be stopped at any time. In the case of Ethereum, uh, Infura is just one example of a node gateway that people, uh, cryptocurrency creators... Have to use in order to build on top of that. And unfortunately, somebody could just flick a switch and they could potentially censor uh, any given protocol or program that's being built on top of Ethereum. Right. And so, and there's uh, other issues with Bitcoin as well, where the lack of privacy has just led to this whole uh, cryptocurrency intelligence ecosystem to blossom. Right. You've heard of the uh, companies like Chainalysis, Cyphertrace, uh, there's a few, Elliptic, there's a few other and where basically everyone's data, not only for the purpose of surveillance, is going to be monitored and is being monitored and mined. Uh, that's also, that data is probably going to be used in the future as a form of transactional futures whereby that data can be traded and then sold and leveraged in marketing use cases and other use cases, unfortunately. So we're not in a really good spot in terms of having a people's money. Uh, but there is some good news on the horizon. It's not all... Uh, dark clouds and, and gloomy sadness and ennui, there, there is an opportunity, I think, for us to leverage privacy networks. Uh, a lot of technologies around zero-knowledge proofs are emerging that provide more uh, access to privacy. Uh, there's also a few uh, organizations. One that I'm involved in, Logos, you, you, you had mentioned, is working on building an infrastructure where uh, there, there's not going to have to be any more connecting to nodes that are controlled by Third parties. Instead, we're trying to build an infrastructure where people can build the privacy and censorship resistance tools, uh, preferably in the form of a a network state or a crypto state, without having to worry about censorship or somebody coming uh, in between that, the the activity of the users and the creators, builders.
0: That doesn't really tell me how ready we are. You know, there's all this work on it, and there's always the promise, and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, and it's a ERC token, 20 token, you know, the, the Ethereum thing, there's a token, the token, 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 and then you have all these other... The problem is the exchanges. It's, a couple of things go on for people that aren't, you know, really understand how this works. If you have a cryptocurrency, a Bitcoin sitting right there and it's on a, a, a piece of paper. you do paper wallets or you have you know an actual coin that had you know a, a QR code or something like that. What you are representing is the account and then the key that gives access to that account or that number. It's pairs. It's cryptographically linked pairs. So one is where you store it. one is where you can get access to it and move it and transfer it to somebody else or something. Boom, done. And that transaction goes on a blockchain so that you know who has access or they have access to it. If you go on, you do this on a wallet on your phone or you do it in paper or you do it, that's all your phone does is a wallet is just a uh, electronic spreadsheet uh, number, keep track of your paper. Okay, you can do it in paper, you know, uh, in a file. Then somebody take it and it's like a, you know, a million dollar bill they're running around with, you know. So, you know, sometimes it's better to have it, you know, electronically or backed up or you can do paper wallets, bury it in the yard, whatever. The point is, is that that's yours. You are the bank. You are the one doing it. You are the one. I control my keys, my private keys. They're mine. Nobody else has them. They got to get super duper, you know, uh, I don't know, quantum computers may crack it, you know, last year or something for all we know. But the point is, is that I'm responsible for my account. There is no Bitcoin customer service. Okay, that doesn't count. Then you have exchanges to where you can go on to the exchange. You put your crypto on the exchange. Here, hold this for me, okay? And it, it, you, you kind of sort of almost have your keys. I mean, you control it, but it's on their exchange. They got it. Well, if it's there, it's not yours. You know, they I pinky swear will be, but it's not yours. So what's happening as you go onto this exchange and you use it, trade to other exchanges, or oh my god, get dollar bills for it, okay? Once you start interfacing with the man. Oh, they got surveillance. They know. We see that. And their, their IRS form is, check this box. Do you know how to spell, spell cryptocurrency? Have you ever in your life touched and bid and had? what? Why, yes, I have. Oh, you're on the list, okay? So then they're scouring. They're looking out. So where they come after they got them on taxes, it's because they went to an exchange. If you do it between people, if you do it, you know, passing paper, you know, if you do... That's not, it can't be tracked, okay? I, I, I'm sure they, something, but I mean, you know, it's not tracked. So now when you, that's when they talk about pseudo-anonymous. You know, Sterling, I had to look up pseudo. You know what it means? It means not, okay? I mean, seriously. <laughs> they go, pseudo-anonymous. You know, first they would say it was anonymous. I had Andreas Antonopoulos and, you know, uh, uh, Vitalik comes on and they're, oh yeah, it's, you know, it's anonymous, 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 anonymous even Roger Veer, anonymous, anonymous. And then it's, I'm like, well, they're tracking. I had guys on dark data services going, look, we're tracking it down to your device. You know, I just want the Liberty community, Liberty community to know that's what my business is. FYI, we're seeing everything. I'm working for governments, law enforcement, and corporations that are tracking. They used to I just, FYI, if you're on exchange or you're doing we know who you is. So I'm going, okay. So then they say pseudo. And I go, all right, pseudo. What does pseudo mean? Not anonymous, or selected, or you can make it if you do it a certain way. So grandma is not anonymous, right. okay? This is why I just want to make sure people understand this. So now that you have these exchanges, they got to get government approval. You get Coinbase or something, the, the SEC and the federal man of somebody, you know, mirror sunglasses and black suit, says, you have to track this, do this, be this way. Oh, and we, well, can of allow Bitcoin? Because... Well will allow Bitcoin, but all other currencies are to be considered counterfeit. You have to get them off because Bitcoin is going to become GoldmanSucks.gov coin. I've been saying this for years. You have to select one, and they're going to use that. All these others that have privacy features, you can't find out who they are, even on your wallets or exchanges or whatever. You think, oh, hell no. They definitely don't want the people's money be gold, silver, untrackable kind of thing. So then they start doing ETFs where the electronic trading funds have kind of that's how they turn silver and gold into paper. You know, I mean it's just representative, it's not even really the price of the metal itself, but it's a trade on the market. They do the same thing with cryptocurrencies, and we're done. So now that they're coming out with central bank digital currencies that will mimic a lot of the features that make cryptocurrency so easy to use, fast, reliable. It, it maintains in fact I mean you boom, you know what you got and people can do it electronically around the world and buy, you know, widgets and gizmos from 13-year-old in the Congo to be shipped, you know, by drone to Amazon. I mean, you know, this is I mean, forest. And I, so this is the promise of cryptocurrency. They know this. As the dollar goes and competition for the dollar with bricks and they might back it with gold pinky swear or any of this other stuff. There's an opportunity for crypto. Here it is to save the day. I mean, you know, so that is going to happen. Not going to happen. What's preventing it from happening? Where are the roadblocks? And do we have to go off the exchanges? I mean, that's because people. Well, how do I get my dollars and pay my rent? You don't. You know, cryptocurrency becomes the medium of exchange. That's what I see is coming. That's what's going to have to come. But how that happens, all right, with that background, and the normies get kind of up to speed on the power of crypto, but its interface with the man in surveillance is because you're doing it. You know, stop doing it, you know, and then you don't have to worry about it. All right, where are we at now? At what point in there that we can be to have crypto become money for people in day to day use? What are we waiting on?
3: Yeah, I think we're still a little bit of ways from this from occurring, unfortunately. And a lot of what you said is absolutely 100% correct, Ernie. The cryptocurrency ecosystem has been hamstringed. And I've also been saying this for a while, as has people like Roger Vera, Ver, et etc. The The Bitcoin ecosystem itself, those guys have not really wanted to try to turn Bitcoin into actual money, right? Because in order to mitigate, all of this ability for the blockchain intelligence agencies and the surveillance groups at, at the federal government, etc, to come after people and to look at the chains and to search them and to monitor them, we have to get into a position where we' just have, we have a critical mass of users and as actual cryptocurrency and bitcoins actually be using being used as a unit of account. Unfortunately, that hasn't happened. Because my, my position is the scaling debate that occurred back in 2015, 2016, a lot of us were saying we need to scale the Bitcoin blockchain so that it can be used as actual cash. That hamstringing has prevented uh, or set us back really years. So there's we've, it's lost opportunity. Now we're having to face the opportunity cost to, since we didn't scale Bitcoin. A lot of these funds and this value has flowed out into these other chains and these other projects, which just aren't where bitcoin was some of them don't have the security and unfortunately a lot of them have been scams so what's going to have to happen and this is really important i think this is hopefully answers your question so in the bitcoin community right now i think they're finally seeing this as a problem they just released an indication of uh it's called bitcoin improvement proposal 300 they're they're calling this an altcoin killer the proposal is to use sidechains chains or drive chains on bitcoin in order to establish other use cases so they and they're doing this they're saying this they're promoting it because they see that value has left the bitcoin ecosystem and it's gone into these other currencies i don't think they fully realize why yet because side chains by themselves don't necessarily fix the problem of bitcoin not being used as currency you have to scale the blockchain up and you have to get it into as many people's hands as possible. But even if they realize that and they start pushing it forward, then we have the problem of there's a, there's going to be a bunch of bickering, there's going to be a hostile resistance to that. So we still need to get into a position where people are using cryptocurrency as currency. The hope is that the Bitcoin ecosystem realizes their flaws and they move that direction. The other thing that could happen is one of these other cryptocurrencies finally establish a position where they can grow and scale as a cash use case. And I've been a fan of Bitcoin Cash for the purposes of this, but I think the only way out of the situation that you mentioned, this the situation where CBDCs are incoming, a lot of different uh, countries, especially the U.S., have a pilot program already. China actually does have a CBDC. Uh, the Australian government was uh, attempting to implement one. They realized that there's problems, so they're waiting another year or so it's going to be a while before it comes out but it really does look like to me that the cryptocurrency ecosystem by design has been hamstrung so that the governments can try to put their currencies uh, their cbdcs that aren't won't actually be cryptocurrencies because they won't have the same properties and features as say bitcoin ethereum and some of the other cryptocurrencies instead they're going to be fully controllable they're going to be able to print and inflate them as much as they want they're going to be able to Freeze coins are going to be able to look in everyone's wallets. It's going to be categorically and exponentially worse than the surveillance regimes that we're seeing right now and that we that we're faced up against. So I think really what's going to happen is finally we got to realize we got to, this is a problem. We need cash for the world. We need to push this forward. We also need to do whatever we can. And I'm a big f- a fan of this pre- preserving privacy. We need to preserve privacy. We need to push that forward and. Good news is there's a lot of people working on that problem, like I mentioned earlier, the zero-knowledge proof concept, uh, which exists in Zcash and a number of other different projects. Uh, Being able to expand that and have those currencies work as currencies that are private as well will be uh, a huge move in this case. I do want to mention just a side point about the problem with centralized exchanges. I think a lot of people just use them uh, not only because it's – it's convenient, right? And it works for them even though it has all these privacy issues. It's also just because it's what they're used to using. People don't naturally or innately have financial responsibility. They're used to other people managing their money for them. And I think that's also one of the reasons why exchanges were designed and developed to look like our banks or our centralized platforms because it made people feel comfortable to have some folks Manage their money for them. Andreas Antonopoulos talked about this before in the in the concept of skeuomorphic design. Uh, that is, when we design new applications and products, we have a tendency to use vestigial design applications within those those apps or those protocols, which are just outdated or outmoded forms of design.
0: Yeah, you're you're cut you cut out there. And Andreas said, uh, "What did he say? You, you got cut out?"
3: Ah, uh, yeah. He, so hopefully, I'm. I'm back now. He said that uh, this idea of skeuomorphic design is this design principle where we bring old, outdated, or unneeded design elements into an application. So, in the case of the coin bases and the and the centralized exchanges of the world, when these applications were developed, they were developed with these outdated or outmoded uh, design elements, which all, of course, mimic uh, either mimic or truly are designed after centralized applications it's what we were used to and so that's what the design that's the direction these designs naturally went both uh, for the ux the external use and the internal use case so what we have to do is get outside this mindset that these are the types of design interfaces that we need both on the outside and on the inside and start moving in the direction of the decentralized design uh, application
0: okay wait wait, wait you start moving toward now i'm going we start i mean yeah like, nobody started I, I, I've been waiting all this time they promised me hell you were doing it you know Mexico dealing with uh, making a, a currency for Mexico being able to work and tell me what happened there what what you know strong arm of did you come up against
3: oh yeah this is so this is a, a good discussion there's some elements of this I can't discuss uh, for various reasons but I will say this uh, the the Mexico company Cryptomex uh, still exists I'm still partnering that company there's uh, we have like 12 to 14 Bitcoin Keller machines there. But one of the big issues, Ernie, has been that people, especially in, in Mexico, it's been a really tough sell uh, to get them interested in cryptocurrency without literally giving a ton of it away uh, for free. And I think part of that is uh, there's not an educational infrastructure for people to learn about cryptocurrency. This is this probably speaks to your point.
4: Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash, digital cash. Dash is the cryptocurrency designed to be used for spending. In addition to being one of the world's first cryptocurrencies, Dash was the first crypto project to have a decentralized autonomous organization that to this day continues to improve and promote Dash. Every month, 10% of the mining rewards go into a treasury. Anyone with one Dash to spend can put forward a proposal to the Dash masternodes to vote on. The masternodes vet the proposals and decide which ones move forward and are funded by the treasury. In fact, that's exactly how we got this sponsorship. Nowadays, DAOs are plentiful, but Dash paved the way by doing it first, nearly a decade ago. Dash is one of the oldest cryptocurrencies and is widely available on exchanges and in multi-crypto wallets. It's easy to get and use Dash. Start by learning more at dash.org. Thanks to the Dash Dow for sending us 32 Dash per month to promote Dash on the air. Visit Dash.org to learn about Dash. Dash Dash.org.
1: There are those that just want to be left alone, and those that just won't leave them alone. Which one are you? The Ernest Hancock Show.
0: Welcome back, welcome back to Declare Your Independence with me. Ernest Hancock on the Free Talk Live Network on Genesis. This conversation that we're continuing with Sterling Luhan, a good friend for many years that's been heavily involved in cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology. And he also, a lot of the experts started trying to interface with the man, with fiat currencies, on brokerages, getting on the stock market, having their companies given the blessing and permission slip from the government and that i believe was where we went wrong and was a big mistake and a waste of time so now as we're getting into central bank digital currencies that are definitely going to say any and every competition is going to be counterfeit why are we even interfacing with the fiat currencies the different governments the cryptocurrencies work great just by themselves so that's where this conversation is going you know the future is going to be it's going to be, it's going to be, and we're discussing it. Enjoy.
3: Uh, the The Mexico company, Cryptomex, uh, still exists. I'm still partnering that company. There's, uh, we have like 12 to 14 Bitcoin teller machines there, but one of the big issues, Ernie, has been that people, especially in, in Mexico, it's been a really tough sell uh, to get them interested in cryptocurrency without literally giving a ton of it away uh, for free. And I think part of that is... Uh, there's not an educational infrastructure for people to learn about cryptocurrency and this is this probably speaks to your point, there's still a huge learning curve, there's not that grandma just button where you can just press the button and use Better it, right? a lot of the interfaces especially for these new applications are just so difficult for a person who has no experience, uh, barely using a bank or a financial app to get in, jump into cryptocurrency, so that's been a huge issue in, in Mexico and why a lot of people aren't interested in getting into cryptocurrency or jumping into it right away now in terms of the us unfortunately we had to exit the us with crypto space due to all of these problems that you're talking about you can't really do business it's almost impossible to get banks you literally have to get an account hope that they don't close that bank account and this is all part of this agenda that some have referred to as Operation Choke Point 2.0, yeah. where the government is act there behind closed doors, pressuring bankers to, to de-risk, that's the term they use, quote unquote, de-risk, to get rid of cryptocurrency exchanges from the banks so that they can't compete in a, quote unquote, free market environment. So this has been really unfortunate. Uh, we had to leave and just focus on Mexico, and a number of other uh, companies l- have left as well. And this is the big overarching problem of human capital flight in the modern age, right? Whenever the U.S. continuously pressures cryptocurrency exchanges to follow certain rules, but, of course, there are always conflicts in those rules or contradictions.
0: Okay, this, just, the, they, they answer me this. Leave. Answer me this. We have uh, a technology that provides the opportunity for us to be able to send ones and zeros back and forth, of uh, you know, whatever. What well, happened? Go ahead and call it and find it. The, um, when you do that, you have the ability to, am I, I'm echoing now? It goes in and out.
3: No, you're good.
0: Okay, Donna says on the stream I'm echoing, but whatever, you know. Processing software, government, the man—I mean, it's always something. You know, the um, we have the ability to do exchanges now and to do it privately. When we start setting up uh, mechanisms by which to make it easier, or oh my god, you know, Bitcoin customer service dot, you know, the um, and a lot of people have offered, oh, I'll 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 be your uh, tutor. You just pay me, you know, the money, and I'll show you how to do everything. Well, there are easier wallets. And that was one reason why Paul Play from Edge or used to be AirBits and I became friends is because I was like, look, somebody's got to come up with something simpler than this. This is just, I need a grandma just button. You know, grandma just pushes the button and it's done. You know, you don't have that. You're just wasting time. Because if you don't have easy usage, a use case, a graphic user interface, I push button, make it go worse, send, receive. If you're not doing that, but well, what's the point? you know it's not going to work so now it's gotten to that point but the the roadblock seems to be that you're trying to interface with the dollar like everybody wants to interface with the dollar you want to do an exchange that you can change with i go why i don't give a crap you know i i that's going it's it's like you're you're wanting to find a pull start for your internal combustion engine and you're going to use the buggy whip for it or something it's like why you know, it's a, well, we can interface with the buggy whip. We got to have buggy whips, you know, to start the cars. I'm going the reason is what. So, all of these problems that you're coming up with, well, we're going to try to do the exchange. We're going to try and interface with this. We need the banks to be whatever. We need the Department of Commerce, of currency, of they allow Comptroller of SEC of I get to do it permission slip, people, which is not going to happen because you're in competition with the banks. You're in competition with the surveillance. You're in competition with everything that they do not want you to be able to do is the problem. So I'm going, it might be in the Jeep. So I'm going, this is, um, uh, I I don't see why that is even the, the focus or the effort. So what I'm looking to accomplish, what I'm looking to see is if you can have something that can interface on Market that we have. It's just a bunch of alternative vendors with alternative currency of you do a direct message and you figure out your deal. Have you bought and got your your meat, your jerky, your soap, your what? Don't care. Okay, where is that? You know, I'm just that's all I need. All you guys get. We can we could save the world, and do it with the government, and comply with the agency of. We get a permission slip. No, you're not. Okay. No, yeah. I keep telling you. I'm going. That will. That, I'm going to use this word. You ready? Here it comes. That will never happen. Okay. Never. Okay. Not in the cards. Under no circumstances <laughs> will they allow that. Are you freaking kidding me? So now that we're going to central bank digital currency, which is going to have the speed and convenience of crypto with the surveillance that we know in IRS, a form of we got, we just send you a bill or we just take it right then we get a part of every transaction, they get a cut. That is what is coming. That was what always was coming. That's why years ago I go, it's goldmansucks.gov coin, and it's going to call it Bitcoin, whatever. That's why they were so freaked out when Bitcoin Cash, you know, use the word Bitcoin and cash. Like, damn it, we don't want that out there competing mm-hmm. with our Bitcoin surveillance of whatever, and you make it Bitcoin Cash, and it doesn't comply with all their crap. You know, they're pissed off. So then here comes Sterling and friends. They're going to come up with a different crypto or different kind of exchange or different kind of regulation compliance or different, different, different. And I'm going, what a waste of time. Mm -hmm. Can I get some, some feels here for, you know, Ernie, you were right. Okay. I'm just like, damn it. So you guys have the capability to create something that we can use right, not later, right now. You know, I want to show you, I don't think you know, what we did, you know, uh, Mike Swatek, one of, uh, you know, friends, listeners, and so on, he goes, uh, agorist.market, which is also, James Corbett and I really um, promote it as pirate, um, uh, blackmarketfridays.com, okay? It's like, we used to do this um, uh, Black Market Friday once a year. We go, no, 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 we got to do it every Friday, You know, this is Black Market Fridays. So, you know, once a week, whatever. Anybody can list. You know, you just list a business by category. You got, you know, gazillion, you know, whatever, and people put in their business. We got business listing. You can list it for free. You know, how you list your thing. But no dollars, no checks, no credit cards. It's only alternative vendors with alternative currencies. What currency? Well, they, they use... Uh, Whatever. I don't even care. You know, there's a lot of Monero, a lot of R on this place, you know, uh, pirate chain and all that kind of stuff. But if somebody can, you know, just interface, make it an easy, you know, part of widget, buy, sell, shopping cart of whatever without the man, I don't care. Everybody keeps trying to focus and interface. And then here comes the central bank digital currency. Our crypto interfaces with digital bank cent- central currency. What do you think that's gonna be seen as? Anything else competing with that's gonna be counterfeit. Or they're gonna want all kinds of surveillance with it. Sure, bring in your whatever. And what mm-hmm. will you know Elon Musk do? Yep, you could do use Doge to go to Mars. You can buy a car, you can do this, and it's you know, federal government compliant. And I'm oh yeah, well hell, I'll get right on mm-hmm. it, you know. So This is why I wanted to talk to you. It's coming now. Central Bank Digital Credit, all the stuff that we had warned about is coming, is here. Here we go. There's competition to the petrodollar with the BRICS thing. They may do, they already got some digital whatever the hell they're doing. So here it comes. Where's all our alternative? Where's the people's money that crypto was meant to be? Do I have to go back to silver? I've been buying more silver. Screw it. Silver. Maybe some Bitcoin cash and silver, a little bit of R silver, you know, maybe a couple of mar- well, silver.
3: Yeah. yeah, I know. No, you got, you have a lot of very good points, Ernie, and you're you absolutely are right. Trying to do something within the context of the system, trying to uh, run a business and be compliant with the government. Uh, ultimately doesn't work. Even if you play by the rules, they're going to fuck you over anyway. You're not going to get a chance to have your day in the sun. And, and that's effectively what happened to you know to us at crypto space. It's really difficult to work within the context of the system and they don't play fair and they're not going to allow you to play fair equitably with them because you're right, this everything that we're doing represents an antithesis to what they're trying to do in the system with CBDCs, with the banking apparatus, with the dollar and maintaining the petrodollar, etc. I think but I, I do want to make it very clear, a lot of the companies like, like ours that have gotten caught up in this, it kind of starts out as, well, we want to, we we all don't want to go to prison, right? One of the big issues was that the feds, uh, uh, numerous alphabet agency boys, are always constantly monitoring, uh, probably have backdoors in surveillance apparatuses to anybody who's trying to do anything in crypto. So it makes it very challenging. To try to build things that are purposely subversive, unless you're set up really well and you 100% need to be out of the US to even try to attempt anything like that because they're monitoring the space so hardcore that it's extremely difficult to challenge the status quo and to get away with it. So I think, you know, us and a lot of other people have ran on the philosophy let's try to get people excited about it and spur mass adoption by playing within the context of the system. Maybe we just naturally reach a critical mass to get people to use it. But of course, we had the secondary problem that there hasn't been a really strong uh, cryptocurrency contender as a uh, cash. Uh, I personally still think that Bitcoin cash is in a perfectly good position if people would adopt it to use it. So I think in the context... And to answer your question directly, we are here. We have the technology. Bitcoin cash is perfectly fine. There's some other contenders as well. Litecoin is a perfectly fine coin. It would probably have some scaling issues as well. But between all of the different currencies on the market, even if one had the, the scaling issues, there's multiple other currencies that transactionality and transaction costs could be offloaded to. So I think in terms of using cryptocurrency as a currency, it's here right now. But now we have to deal with the... Uh, propaganda and the brainwashing, of, it, it hasn't helped that we've actually had a ton of scams in the space, the FTX debacle, the...
0: They're uh, all, all exchanges. Yeah. They're all You're working with line. the man. They're all, you know, the Mt. God's not your 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 keys. I mean, when are we going to learn? And I think a lot of us have. You know, we, we know better than to do whatever stupid crap and be stupid, but the... Um, uh, what I'm looking for and what I see is the opportunity is that the circumstances yeah. are ripe now. This is—I mean—it's already being done. A lot of us, you know—do and and it's, I tell you where it's starting to go. It's starting. It's getting so bad and so not leadership. There was an opportunity there for quite some time with Purse.io. What Purse did and Roger Veer was you know—big push behind this. Is that people around the world get paid in Amazon money or something. You know, they you know, they're doing code monkey for whatever the hell they're doing around the world and they get paid in Amazon money to avoid tax whatever the heck reason that they do this. So people had a bunch of this Amazon money. I, I can't pay my rent on Amazon. I got 14, you know, iPads. I don't need another one. I mean, you know, it's kind that kind of thing. So what happened is you go on Purse. I don't even know if it's available still. I mean, it probably is. You know, you would go on Purse and immediately you get at least a 15% discount. And you can set it up to, you know, 20, 25, 30, 50. I mean, you know, whatever it was. You want to get something. And the more they had Amazon uh, credits out there, they would rather have cryptocurrency. They'd rather have Bitcoin or Bitcoin cash. So what they did is they go, all right, I give you a 15% discount. I get the crypto, which they could use and do whatever they wanted with. And uh, and it was more liquid than Amazon was. I mean, so they would agree and they go in escrow. I would have whatever the Bitcoin, it would sit there. They would send it. They'd have a prime account. I get prime, get free shipping. I put it on my wish list, put it over there. What is it? They would buy it for me and it arrive. They'd show it as delivered. And then, man, they're wanting within five minutes, man, you better push that button and release the money for the Bitcoin from there. They're freaking out, you know. But if you don't within a day, it'll release or they go to the third party and say, hey, man, it shows delivered this scumbag. I need my money. So it would go. So what happens is you would have ratings. You know, like on uh, eBay, you know, how fast does this guy release the money? Is he good? You know, did it shift? You know, you start getting a reputation as a buyer and a seller. Yep, I got it. I released it. Yep, I sent it. He got it. You know, all of a sudden you have a reputation score go up. Who was the best to work with? And that always worked. It's just where they had to wait 24 hours or not. or freaking. So you would, i give you a good example. It was Donna. She and my daughters got into Going to the bar and doing paint night, you know they're making paintings or whatever, you know it was a group thing. So they started getting into that. Well, we could just do that at home. So I bought a bunch of you know the easels and different paints and acrylic and watercolor and oil and the you know the stand and the freaking easels all you know, brushed crap, you know. Well, it's going to be five hundred something dollars. So I said, you know, I got a month and a half or so. I'll go to purse.io, send that over, and I want a thirty percent discount. And I'll wait. Well, I wound up getting over twenty something off on it. So I saved probably, I don't know, a hundred bucks. And I'm going, All right, all right, all right. So that exchange, that was years ago. God, decade ago. When when crypto first started coming out, they started to see that they could do outside of the dollar. Okay? This had nothing to do with the dollar. It was international. Somebody could have done it from freaking Malaysia which often did, and you have all these people that are fat on Amazon credits, but they wanted to have cryptocurrency. So we would do that. You get your stuff. You get a discount. It was free shipping. It came through Amazon like a gift from someone. Boom. It's done. Escrow exchange. So I don't think I know it can happen. It already has. So the focus, and this is what I see happening, when you have, you go to these different events, and you're a featured speaker at a lot of them, and and you see, and you see over in the corner, the guy sitting on the floor, seventeen to twenty-three super hacker kids on their four thousand dollar laptop banging away, and you go over there, and you know eventually. Some venture capitalist, you know, he, he doesn't. He's not wearing his silk tie; he just <laughs> have his jacket on. You know, that's you know, you know, four thousand dollars suit. And he walks over and he go, "Ooh, you guys are so smart. You must lift. You know, freezer bicep. Oh, you want, you know, white picket <laughs> fence home, BMW, and you know, uh, you know, blowing babes. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm all over it. Got escort twenty four seven. I need you to take all your intelligence." You don't know what to do. You know how to do it, but you don't know what to do. I know what I want you to do. You start doing that, and they go do it. If they start doing this kind of stuff that's freedom-oriented, that bypasses the whole system, oh, no, 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 we, we can't do that. But we'll pay you six figures to do this, and then you're not working on that. I see that a lot. And it's always been they hijack the talent of these people that can do exactly what we're talking about and they make sure their attention's diverted towards the crap you've been working on. So I am just, you know, i I'm, I'm really got. what do I always get, Sterling? I always get what I bitch about. Well, let me tell you what I'm bitching <laughs> about now. You want know my quantum reality? What's gonna happen? I'm gonna be a bitch and bitch about Trying to comply with government mandates, trying to work with regulatory agencies, trying to interface with fiat monies and state sponsored of what I don't give a shit. Okay? We already know it works, it works fast, it may- and the more you do this the more value it has, the more it goes up. You would think they would be acting in their own self-interest, but they have been shiny object into paying attention to stuff that doesn't freaking matter and exactly what we've been trying to get away from. We already have had it work. We already see it working now. You know, I, I I can do this, you know, all day long. You know, I just, you know, shop on here. They got a telegram. You know, we've been doing... And I tell you what's been happening here of late. Agriestop Market. I tell you what's been happening here of late. What has happened is it's all about food now. You know, it's food. Processing of food. Cheeses, dairy, meats. You know, whatever. where, yeah. where do you live? What's local? What can we exchange? Keep it private. They, then, those don't even know. So, I'm looking for... I don't need an exchange. Maybe uh, a a wallet app. I mean, hell, it's already there. You got you well with the fear and all this kind of. There is no fear. The fear is interfacing. Once you stop doing that, you're going to be fine. How do you facilitate that? How can I help with that? What is the mechanism you would do for that? What's the web page, the interface? You know, the graphic user interface for grandma to be able to go and order like the purse thing. And the purse thing was. Not complicated, but it was steps. You had to go to Amazon. You select what you wanted. You put it in a wish list. You take that URL and you put it in the purse. They go look, say yes, and you're done. That was it. That was it. That was it. So how do we get that was it? Maybe we need a purse thing. Where you know you have people that have stores that you know interface like on Purse. on Freedom's Phoenix. We had you know the uh, uh, Freedom um, Freedom's Phoenix Marketplace. We had the Freedom's Phoenix fundraising. We had, still have it. It's just sitting over there waiting for this kind of payment system to avoid. If we start really pumping a bunch, you know, and your PayPal's done, oh, you don't get the you know, Patreon. You you you're canceled. Oh, your web pages you know, listed, de-done, de-promoted, your shadow band of the whatever. I have yeah. all of these accounts on the Facebook, X, Twitter, Rumble, you've BitchU, you all that stuff. And I only do IPFS, and we only use our own servers. Now, Donna will go and kind of interface and put stuff up every now and then, but I don't interface. But Ernie, I Facebooked you. Oh, yeah, well, it was your first problem, because homie, don't look, <laughs> okay? And I just... I can see that this is what I want to help, and we're at the time right now. Who do I want to talk to? Sterling Luhan. What project yeah, are you working so, on? Where's your mindset? How can I help do this? And if you talk about freaking one more government or some regulation <laughs> or interface or fiat, whatever, you know, I'm not interested. FYI.
3: Well, you, you'll you'll be really happy to know that I've that I've gotten out of that space uh, altogether and started working on uh strictly more anarchistic, uh, panarchistic, and more ideological aims. So, at at Logos, Logos is an organization that is it's it's large. It's not small. It's a well-funded operation, and these guys are working on building what you were, would refer to as a uh, an infrastructure to build network states. So, like an Ethereum for building a solution that allows for overlapping multiple governances, right So imagine you have a, the ethereum oh, that, ha- that has scalable scalable storage, no direct uh, interaction with nodes that are controlled by third parties. And you also have complete uh, anonymity and privacy of your choice when you don't want transparency. So you can either go lunar punk mode or you can go solar punk mode on these uh, potential applications. So this is all uh, being built right now. The guys that work at Logos are responsible for building the, the Waku protocol, which has privacy features embedded in it. Uh, They're also responsible for... And w- by the way, the Waku protocol is used by the Status Messaging app, which is also associated with these same guys. So let's get into this a little bit. Let's talk about a network state. So you may be familiar with uh, Balaji, Balaji wrote a book called The Network State, and the idea of the network state is to create uh, extra-jurisdictional states, crypto-states, where individuals come together with whatever rule sets they want to follow. It could be anything.
4: The Shire Free Church offers a sanctuary to those seeking an escape from state churches. The Shire Free Church is an interfaith, diverse group of people that may not share identical theological beliefs.
3: As a member in or minister of the Shire Free Church, you are a sovereign individual and may be the faith of your choice.
4: We don't claim to have all of the answers. We are open to all peaceful people.
3: We want to learn from each other.
4: What unifies the Shire Free Church and its diverse members is peace, love,
3: and liberty. There are many paths to God, one
2: for every individual.
4: The Shire Free Church does not define a specific path beyond these parameters that must be your foundation. Peace as your way. Love as your guide. And liberty as your light. Learn more at church.shiresociety.com That's
3: church.shiresociety.com
4: Welcome to Declare Your Independence on the Free
1: Talk Live Network. It's time for Declare Your Independence with Ernest Hancock.
2: Believe me when I say we have a difficult time ahead of us, but if we are to be prepared for it, we must first shed our fear of it. I stand here without fear because I remember. I remember that I am here not because of the path that lies before me, but because of the path that lies behind me. I remember that for 100 years we have fought these machines. And after a century of war, I remember that which matters most. We are still here! Let us make them remember. We are not afraid!
0: Me, Ernest Hancock on the Free Talk Live Network. We're having a conversation with Sterling Luham, which is a professional in the Bitcoin, blockchain, crypto space that I've known for years. And he is up to speed on any and everything that's going on. And my advocacy in this conversation is why are we interfacing with the fiat currencies to begin with? That's where they get you. You know, uh, how you exchange this crypto for this dollar, and we we, we we got a plan for you, and all that's ours now. <laughs> so, we wanted to uh, have this conversation. We're continuing this with Sterling Luhan, and it's going to be revealing. So, pay attention. I think you'll learn something. Uh,
3: states, crypto states, where individuals come together with whatever rule sets they want to follow, it could be anything, it could even be uh, anarcho capitalist, voluntarist quote-unquote rule sets, right? Just don't harm anybody. Uh, Everything we do is based on consent, voluntary interaction, those kind of things can be that. Or it could be uh, maybe we have a network state where we have to follow these particular rules. Maybe you're the type who wants to live within the context of uh, certain environs or certain rule sets. Fine, you could potentially do that. The point of network states is that you can operate these you can can opt in to these network states and operate within this quote-unquote jurisdiction without physically relocating or moving. And in theory, of course, these network states will probably overlap with uh, nation states. But a lot of new countries and states, quote-unquote, have emerged recently and they all end up getting diplomatically recognized by the other states. So this is, I think, on the forefront of a lot of people's minds, especially after Balaji wrote the book and this is what these guys at Logos and I'm working on focusing on full time. I I have an understanding that it's very unlikely that anarchism, anarcho-capitalism is going to emerge strictly from education alone. If we want something done, we actually have to do it. So the first step in that process is to start building the tools uh, the requisite applications to allow this thing to emerge naturally, and it's not going to happen overnight that a quote-unquote network state emerges right on the soils of the United States, that those people would be crushed immediately. So this is why side projects like special economic zones, uh, building uh, smart cities, uh, places like uh, Zomia, uh, based on the book The Art of Not Being Governed, all all of these places, uh, also seasteads, exist as an alternative grounds to begin building Network states and these are projects that are already all underway in Africa. There's a project called Afropolitan where guys are trying to build uh, a network state where they can live under their own rules in Africa rather than some cartelized regime. So this this I think it's an absolutely beautiful idea because one of the things that it does is it prevents uh, political divisiveness from emerging if everyone can disagree and kind of live within the context of the same uh, territory and overlapping jurisdictions. And we solved one of the major problems of.
2: Political no, we got to go invade the
0: next valley because they're not doing it right. <laughs> I mean, you know, whatever. You know, but this is—I—I I see this coming in the form of, um, for lack of a better term, private membership associations. You know, you—you you, these are the conditions by which we choose to operate our business or associations or. Uh, you know, our blog space, our website, our services that we have, the food that we share, the whatever the heck it is. By doing this, this is a mechanism that you can kind of govern that or have the rules enforced or certainly have a agreed-upon currency that's private that you can use in exchange. Because this is – I just want to be on record, man. I've been screaming this for a while. This is going to be a food thing, okay? It's going to be, I'd be hungry, bow, bow, bow. Where do I get my next meal? How do I pay for my food? I wish to keep breathing in and out. You know, the, the oxygen, they haven't sucked out of me yet. You know, they're working on it. But, I'm, you know, now I have the ability to feed myself. And you know, the Lord might even give me some rain, you know. So this is a useful tool for, for that, how you govern yourself and how whatever agreements or thing is going to be centered around commerce, and blah 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 blah, yeah. exchange of this for that, every single time, forever and always, you have to get fed. So I'm looking for the mechanism by which I can do that and interface on a site or anything like agorist Market or you know whatever, but I need to have. The currency to do it, the mechanism by which you can interface with it, and it'd be pretty easy. And I'm not even sure what that would, how that would manifest itself, what it would look like. Don't really care. You know, I just want to make sure that we have a mechanism by which we can communicate prices, communicate value, communicate, you know, this for that, and then, you know, some kind of reputation score. Oh, <coughs> that's another thing. I don't know if you've ever done this. You go on Freedoms phoenix and you always see down here, you know, the Red Square belayers Captain Mark, okay? It goes to pirateswithoutborders.com. On pirateswithoutborders.com there is a, you know, the the letters of Captain Mark and Reprisal. So you get the letters of Mark. You go here, read the letters of Mark, or you can get the book. Now, you got the first, second, third letter blah 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 blah, a bunch of letters. Letters of reprisal, letters of mark and reprisal. The fourth letter, scuttlebutt. Now this was read. Uh, we had the audio version of reprisals letters done by um, uh, Sonia uh, Wells, uh, uh, Benny Wells' wife. You know, she's a voice actress. You know, the, and they met in Hollywood and so on. Did a fantastic job. So it, I thought it was too complex to be able to do it. Uh, she did it great. Emphasized every anyway, first take, man. Boom! It was awesome. This is the longest letter that we have it's only like 955 words but it's about a reputation score your social reputation score your ebay ranking your yelp ranking or whatever that is done by us we are the ones that set this we are the ones that determine we want you in or not i am of the opinion that there is going to have to be some kind of a reputation score. There is going to be, you know, who are the bad actors? Because anytime a lot of these things are set up or festivals or groups or PMAs or whatever, they'll go, oh, yeah, it worked great until this one guy or gal. It was great until there's always going to be that one person. There's always that infiltrator. There's always that sociopath. There's always that hell trolls. I mean, they, they they gravitate to this kind of stuff just to entertain themselves, screwing it up. If you can't get rid of them or identify them over time, you're destined to have to suffer these people all the time. You know, I see. Oh, this guy's part of that next. I'm you know I'm not. You know, I don't want that guy there. Where's your criteria getting rid of those kind of people? So this is kind of what I see as being incorporated, this concept. Uh, you know, we gave an example. But it doesn't have to be Beautiful, that. That's yeah. not the point. But the point is, is that you have this kind of criteria by which you get voted off the island on basic, real simple, are you freaking kidding me stuff? That, along with yep. the currency, boom, you got a nation, you got a society. And I remember that there was an effort, a web page, where they were doing this very thing. You would submit all your criteria. They had a bunch of different variables, and you created your own state. I don't know if you remember yep. that. You know, I can't remember what it was called Nation something. Yeah, was
3: a bit, uh, there was also uh, Susan Tarkovsky Templehoff had a project called Bit Nation, where the idea that someone could be involved in Bit Nation, they could get a passport, right? That would be diplomatically recognized by all nations. And it, the thing with Bit Nation is that it would be strictly based in the cloud. And people would be members or citizens of BitNation, and then they would have to respond to those rules. So that was an early idea around this notion of a, a network state. I'll also mention that this is something similar that uh, Li- Liberland is doing, except that they actually have physical territory. I know you you know Bit,
2: yeah.
3: the work that he's done as a president, but that's the, the idea there is to – Uh, Build smart cities and have a a libertarian, quote-unquote, type of governance code, and people can come and actually live there. The only weakness it has, of course, is being a physical jurisdiction, but you're absolutely right. Right. We've already had these kind of systems that are reputationally built, right? They've proliferated. They're called dark darknet markets, dark markets. The same idea that you're talking about has existed within them, right, with the Silk Road that that Dread Pirate Roberts, a.k.a. Ross, built initially – had the whole reputation system built in, people would do trades and exchanges on crypto for whatever item that they wanted. It was typically cannabis, but three life terms for having a web page. <laughs> Items. Yeah, three life but, terms. Yeah, by the way, that's
0: absolutely
2: bullshit. Well, no, this yeah. this is,
0: you just made my point.
2: This existed. It was right. called Silk Road.
0: That reputation yeah. thing. You had the currency thing. You could do whatever the heck you want. And man, you know it was man. It, it hit too close to the mark because of what they did. They were like, definitely you're not allowed to do this. Definitely. Well, what yeah, would made, you do different? Example out of it. What would you do different to be Because able- it still exists. I mean, there's freaking clones everywhere. I mean, it was just they just wanted to send a message. Well, what do you think um, our technology to be able to recreate or make that better? Is that possible?
3: Yeah, this is really hard. I mean, I think it's possible. It's always possible to improve the privacy features and the anonymity features and those kind of things, but one of the biggest problems that ended up getting Ross had nothing to do with his anonymity practices in terms of the crypto usage. What happened was and just a curious IRS investigator dug into his his trail online by looking into his the known email addresses that Dread Pirate Roberts was giving on the Silk Road Anyway, he, he ended up finding Ross's actual email address by digging in on the clear web, and he found his email address, and he was able to figure out who he was through that. So it actually had nothing to do with the privacy features endemic to cryptocurrency or even the Tor networks uh, that the Silk Road was based on. It was just human error, and this is one of the reasons why I always preach the importance of OPSEC. The sad thing is about using the Internet, if we use the Internet at all, We have to assume that we're being private to some degree because it there's no – in cybersecurity, there's no such thing as perfect privacy or perfect anonymity. We're always leaving a digital footprint of breadcrumbs that somebody could potentially follow. So that's one of the biggest challenges or hurdles to getting better privacy and better anonymity online and having these platforms that actually work. But – this is the good news. I, I really don't think in the end it matters if in, if indeed we reach that critical mass where everybody's using cryptocurrency as a currency and there's all these other use cases and utilities. And the opportunity you mentioned is uh, I think BRICS is actually a good thing that that's happening because what it demonstrates or what it shows is that the U.S. dollar is beginning to falter in a serious way, right? The government's trillions of dollars in debt. Uh, The the currency's been effectively hyperinflated. The only reason it hasn't imploded, uh, something Peter Schiff talks about a lot, there are all all these dollars uh, floating around overseas, and they haven't all came back to the U.S. at once to basically exasperate that, that crunch or that fall or that collapse. So I think that the fact that we're seeing these changes is an opportunity indicator that we can not only push forward cryptocurrency as that cash use case. But it also is transpiring around the same time that we're starting to look seriously at these uh, network states and building alternative governance models. I think what has to happen is, and and it will happen, is that we're going to demonstrate the effectiveness of alternative governance models, especially ones based on liberty, freedom, voluntarism, consent, etc., and that people are going to naturally get excited about that. As most people live in this zombified and stupefied state where they don't think that anything else is possible and that omnipotent government is the thing that has to exist and they have to be ruled over and controlled They're, they haven't really been given an example of alternative ways of living even though you and I as uh, the scholars of history that we are know about uh, you know civilizations like Gaelic Ireland Th- those guys lived in a relatively libertarian society for some 2000 plus years based on uh, Brehon-, Brehon Law which was just a form of polycentrism where everything was handled by private judges, there was really no such thing as a crime against the state in Gaelic Ireland. So what we have to do is just mimic or revive those types of uh, organizational polycentric structures and apply it to our uh, blockchain tech. We have the technology now where we can we can build these these rules or codify these laws within the blockchain via smart contracts and live it out. And we now we're getting the land right now. To test that, uh, the the hope is that we eventually bring it over into uh, nation-state territory and then become diplomatically uh, recognized. I think that's the actual path that we have to take to gaining more freedom. And you're right, the opportunity is right in front of us, the dollars on the verge uh, of collapse. I, I don't really think as many people are interested in CBDs as, as previously suspected. There was actually a study, I think, done on China's CB, CBDC in 2021 or 22. It hasn't had great adoption that people haven't really seen it as more valid than their other currencies but I guess the China example can, is kind of irrelevant because the Communist Party basically keeps tabs on everybody through every kind of transaction they're using whether it's with the, the RMB or the CBDC that they've created to mimic the R&B.
0: okay here's a deal I want to make with you I got I've been looking here I had to find my phone and I you know whatever because I got to log in to go to Andy. but I have Bitcoin
1: Customerservices.com.
0: Okay? Now, it forwards to Westside Bitcoins that is not valid anymore. Doug Hodges had, you know, I don't know, over a dozen, twenty Bitcoin ATMs in the Phoenix area. So, what we did is I just said, yeah, I got it. I win. I'll just forward it to you. So, I just checked it. Bitcoin. Customerservice.com goes to some, it forwards some financial planning of we want your money kind of something. All right. You screwed up. Well, we'll do it for you, you know. But the um, Bitcoin com I had goes to Westside Bitcoins, which is, you know, uh, no longer a valid site. So I'm going, okay, what shall I do with this? I keep this because I know this is going to be a thing, you know, it's going to be customer service. CBDC. Customerservices.com. I have somebody go get it. I'm, they probably already got it already anyway. But, you know, this, I'm looking for somewhere, something that I can put banner ads on Phoenix. I can promote just like I do agri-stop market. You know, I, I, I need to have the people's money. The people being able, because if I go get Bitcoin cash, on what? Well, I guess I can promote Edge Wallet. I can promote Bitcoin cash, but what do I buy? That's one of the things that AirBits did early on is they had a uh, crypto map where you could, all right, here's how you load up your crypto, buy crypto, use crypto, and the places directly around you where you can use them. You go get gasoline at this place, you get pizza over here, you get the thrift store or whatever. They, you know, that's what their directory was. Well, that became it got it was good to get it started but then it became like a thing you know so it, never mind but the um something like that you got to where you talked to the guys hopefully i can inspire you Have, there's an entire group of us out here in the liberty community that had you had your chance you did all you tried to interface you tried to comply you tried to do the new york financial services of permit of i'm allowed cuz you said here on this piece of paper crap okay? I mean, we've gone through this. Stop! Stop wasting our <laughs> energy, my time, my enthusiasm. Yep. Stop pissing on the solution that's right there in front of us. Stop! Stop, 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 stop. So when Sterling comes and we talk about, hey, all right, doing, not America, gonna go to Mexico. Got, you know, know the right guy, know the right guy, the right guy, and eh, you know, know the right guys, Okay. And there is no right guys to know. It's the banks, you know. So then you have, I am. Do we or do we not? I am of the opinion, the technology is there. That's why three life sentences to Ross Ulbricht for creating the Silk Road. It had a, yeah, a market and a reputation score, and it had current cryptocurrency that was used. Private people are getting freaking acid, you know, LSD. You know, uh, mushrooms, buying ecstasy, fake IDs, guns, whatever the hell they were doing. I, I didn't know, okay? The point was, is it worked, which is what freaked them out. Once it got to the point that, you know, Chucky Schumer said, Ooh, we got to get some. You know, think they'd go after Trump? Oh, man, they went after Ross Ulbricht, all right? Why? Because of this. It was this. It was yeah. a demonstration of this. Because this is what his thing was, was anarchist marketplaces that people could just bypass the man. And they go, oh, you're not allowed to bypass us because you're not allowed. You know, we, we don't get a cut. They saw the future. So now it's a decade later. And now what? We We haven't come up with something as good or better of what he already did? Seriously. So that's what I want to help with. Who are the people to help? If it's not Sterling, he sure as hell knows who they are. You know? <laughs> so let's get on. How far away are we? Are they, well, we'll skate around it a little bit over here. And we got this, you know, new compliance of a guy of compliance of some different agency of government <laughs> of compliance. And I don't care. I don't. You, you mentioned that. I don't even want to play anymore. So who or what are the people? If not you, who? What group? Who are we going to be starting to look towards that we can support as a market?
3: Yeah, that's that's a, that's a good question. I had mentioned logos already. Is is that de- is that de- definitely a good one? It's not. It the the problem is it's it's not strictly a market. Like I said, it's a it's a it's a governance mechanism. But I I I think about this though on strictly currency, strictly market grounds. And one of the things that I've always been a fan of. That has quasi worked. You mentioned the purse.io situation. I've always been a fan of the uh, the gift card apps, right?
0: This hour, declare your independence on the Free Talk Live Network is brought to you by Dash Digital Cash. Dash is a cryptocurrency designed to be used for spending. Let's talk about your positive experiences using Dash. Dash has transaction fees that are less than one cent. Dash transactions are instant. Irreversible and are protected from 51% attacks by its chain locks technology. Dash is the world's first decentralized autonomous organization. Bit refill allows for discounted purchases at national retailers. We want to thank Dash Dow for sending us 32 Dash per month to promote Dash on the air. Visit Dash.org to learn about Dash. Dash.org is one of the oldest cryptocurrencies and is widely available on exchanges and in multi-crypto wallets. It's easy to get and use. Dash. Start by learning more at Dash.org. The crimes of the
2: state. The insatiable they're desire they're for freedom. The crimes of the state from day through 12th grade are taught. It's the new three song
0: heavy metal EP from Captain Kickass. Available now on your favorite music app or get it directly from CaptainKickass.com.
1: Roads? It's the Ernest Hancock Show. Where we're going, there aren't any roads.
0: Welcome back to Declare Your Independence of Me, Ernest Hancock on the Free Talk Live Network. We're continuing our conversation with Sterling Luhan, an expert in blockchain, cryptocurrencies, a lot of experience in trying to work with the man, you know, and realizing not. So we're continuing this conversation. It's interesting.
3: And one of the things that I've always been a fan of that has caused I work, you mentioned the purse.io situation. I've always been a fan of the... Uh, the gift card apps, right? So yeah. being able to load up gift cards with a, with cryptocurrency. So even in back in 2015, 2016, I was using gift a whole bunch, G Y F T, and you can turn your, your cryptocurrency directly into a gift card. They have tons of gift cards. So that way you can be immediately interacting with the market. So I think looking into gifts not a bad thing. Also, in terms of cash. Now, wait, 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 wait. Before you get off the
0: gift thing, I want people to understand how this works. People get gift cards and they go, "That's ah, a $50 Amazon, what I'd rather have, you know, $40 than $50 worth. Same thing with kind of the purse deal. So people go in, they sell it at a discount, the people that get them, you know, they sell them for forty-five, so they make five bucks, and you get fifty dollars uh, paid, fifty dollars for fifty dollars, or forty-nine ninety-five for fifty, whatever it is, market determines. So when they do this, the gift cards come into existence. Somebody paid money, paid taxes on, and whatever, not their problem. So you have this gift card that then you pay cryptocurrency for, and you go to Lowe's and go buy your whatever, and that way instead of. Spending dollars, you're anonymously using crypto to get an anonymous gift card that anonymously, certainly not tagged to you, you know, it might be whoever bought it, you know, little Johnny's birthday present turned into a cordless drill, but you know, you uh, are able to interface without going through fiat, right? Correct. And and how much surveillance or tracking is on that?
3: So, this is one of the actually really good things about. These these gift so on gift itself right they probably I haven't really looked into their privacy policies and those kind of things but if you're logged on to their app uh, you do have to give some basic information it's not like a KYC program though uh, email maybe some other like your first name last name I'm trying to remember they may require more now it's been a little while since I used their application but it still does exist I have used it recently and. The gift cards themselves aren't under the purview of KYC rules and regulations. You're typically not going to have to KYC to purchase a, a gift card. So this is one of the good things about gift cards. They tend to run un- under the radar. They actually have been used in a number of different money laundering cases, especially between the U.S. and Mexico. And I'm not of course I'm not a- advocating you go out there and use gift cards to money laundering. They're not actually the best. Uh, use case for that because you can only, you know, they only have they have limits. A lot of them in terms of how much money you can put on them. But it's definitely a good way to, the, one of the best ways we have to conduct transactions on the economy with uh, your crypto directly. So yeah, I think I think it's a great tool to use if you really just want to engage in the economy, be able to transact,
0: and it's an exchange. It. It's just like yeah. the, these yeah. Amazon credit workers that would rather have. Crypto have a market for that and give a discount for that. Then there are people that had crypto that'd rather have the Amazon gift card. There's all. It's called an exchange. There's a market, you know. The, but to get into this market to do into the gift, you know, yeah, I gotta be a, you know, yeah. There's there's a list, you know. So put,
3: I'll put the link link in the chat too for the for the cards
0: all right well, well just give it to me so i can bring
3: it over here see what is it uh all right let me see g y f t dot com yeah so yeah the, the other thing that i was going to mention and you might look more deeply into this i haven't explored their most recent uh innovations because i'm focused on so many other things but uh you're you're of course familiar with the dash cryptocurrency ernie yeah. Th- those guys have also been doing the gift card thing they have a a standalone application that you built, that they built, where you can actually turn your crypto into gift cards via the Dash app, and then use that same technology to go in there and purchase purchase goods. And I think you get a bit more of a percentage of a discount if you use Dash to directly purchase your goods and services uh, rather than you you would on on. Well,
0: gift. I do a Dash commercial on uh, we're on. I do Free Talk Live. Uh, Ann Freeman and them, the Crypto6, got arrested for having uh, Bitcoin ATMs and doing what are they just because same thing. You know, you're, you're out there creating an actual, you know, and the state of New Hampshire, don't give a crap, it's legal, they don't care, but the FBI and the federal, they, the whole, we care. Okay, you're not allowed. So, they go after him, and uh, now he's trying to, because he may be going to jail here pretty soon, so he uh, wanted to kind of give away his time that he had on Genesis. And what happened is, uh, asked me, I just do one day a week. I mean, you know, damn. So, uh, I do Mondays. There's like 50, whatever affiliates that I'm on, you know, doing this. And part of the deal on there is, was I willing to do a dash commercial? Well, okay. You know, that's spending, yeah, I'll do a 60 second for, you know, whatever. So, we have Dash. So I get paid in Dash. So that's how I get Dash is, you know, uh, endorsement from them for that. So Dash, we are familiar with uh, Danny Sessions you know, he was a big Dash guy because you do proposals yeah. to get paid in Dash to go do marketing things, which his was, you know, uh, natural disaster relief, earthquakes in Mexico, hurricanes in Texas, and, you know, and we around his RV and supply did a lot of great stuff that was philanthropic for a lot of us that supported that project. So this has been uh, Dash is one of those that's been it's Dash digital cash. It's to be able to be used as. For what we're talking about. It's made to be yep. as quick, fast, you know, confirmation time scales, blah, 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 secure, dash. So there's always these projects that come to the Ford to be as an opportunity of what can be. One of them's going to take off, and some of them have, but then, here comes the man with the letter. Here comes the FBI. With, and the fact that you even have an address... Or you file a whatever on a list or a database If I don't give a crap, okay? This is where the problem starts. So you also have to get, just like we're doing with, you know, IPFS and, like, Library and different apps and, you know, Odyssey and you know, Cordal and Bastion and all these, all the ones that we're interfacing with and we're developing and getting the features that we want. Over time, we're almost... Head-to-head with with the big giant need and the ability to do it, we're keeping up, keeping up, keeping up. And sooner or later, this is going to go away, and we're going to be left with this, or you're going to have the all-seeing eye of the man of digital currency or whatever. Here we have the infrastructure for this. But we're looking for those that can develop the easy access to using a crypto that interfaces with buyers and sellers. That's why we got agonist.market. That's why Corbett and I push blackmarketfridays.com. That's why we have, you know, uh, Bastion is embedding, working with us to embed IPFS and the streaming with them. Cordal is the total entire internet bypasses DNS. DNS is the naming system that your freemusphoenix.com is number. You know, 198.162 point, 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 whatever the hell, which is an actual address of a server sitting on, you know, a shelf somewhere. Well, when you go noted with IPFS, that doesn't exist. There's no. So this mindset, everybody keeps talking about, oh, decentralized. Bullshit. Okay, I know enough to know and I don't even know. And I know that that's bullshit. You know, you're setting the system a layer on top of their system, and they'll just pull the rug out. They'll just turn off the DNS, and you think it's bad now? Wait till war and 24. The 24 election cycle and the next war of whatever, the next war, you know, they're going to be censoring like you wouldn't believe. And it's going to be... We have no idea, and we have to be able to do the Klingon thing and just dissociate, just turn our back, and, you know, I I know you not. Anyone that's working on that, and why I wanted to talk to uh, Sterling, is that you or someone you know is in that space with that mindset doing that, whether you're willing to publicly say it or not. And I want to be able to help, to do, to use, to be, because here we freaking go. I, we are one day closer to the zombie apocalypse of be needing the app of freedom. There's an app for that, okay? You feel me? That's what I'm looking for. I don't want to talk about the next great thing you got with some minister of who gives a shit, you know? I want to have solutions.
3: Yeah, I think one of the really tough things about this, though, Ernie, you're... I, I agree with you 100%. This, this is what we need and how we're going to move forward. One of the biggest concerns that I have, and it's it, it rears its ugly head again, it's what I mentioned in regards to Ross Ulbricht. Even when we have these types of, of systems, and you referenced it too, the, they get big enough, the man kind of comes to squash them, right? We know that also there's mistakes that users can make when they're leveraging these systems or tools that compromise their their privacy procedures and protocols. And that ultimately it gets them doxxed in real life and that could wind them up in yep. you know prison depending on what they're, Lesson what they're doing. Lesson learned. So it, yeah, it's not always a matter of just having the perfect technology or the perfect bill. It's also a matter of having good offset, which is not based on tech per se as it is on education. So I just want to make sure that's really uh, well known and, and that most people should just automatically consider if they're using the internet, they're likely going to be Uh, found out Uh, let's just use this case example those those two the rapper girl who got arrested recently with the other uh, guy uh, I forget his name starts with an L it was the Bitfinex hack folks who had helped launder millions of dollars from the early Bitfinex hack anyway uh, it was years later when those guys got caught he even wrote a program to move his the Ethereum they took from Bitfinex around uh, thousands of times tons of times And ultimately, of course, uh, blockchain analytics tools were able to read out all of those trails for those transactions, even though he used an automated program. So it doesn't matter what you do. As long as you're using these uh, systems and you're online, you are potentially catchable. And Now, this is why I've been bringing up the solution as one of the most important solutions we can think about is starting to build our own versions of a quote-unquote state via a crypto state, network state, et cetera, because only then can we create our own rules where we don't even have to worry about the OPSEC part because we're functioning within the context of our own system. And I think the opportunities you mentioned are not only ripe for exposing more people to cryptocurrency in terms of open trading on a free market, but we also have a situation now where people will be able to opt into their own uh, governance mechanisms and, and solutions with their own rules, or as Balaji calls it, with a one commandment, which is just this one rule that this particular group might live by so people could do whatever kinds of trades they want right there on the clear net in the context of these systems and not have to worry about anything. But we do have have to do those kind of things, unfortunately, in on alternative grounds, and not everyone's going to be able to move right away. So I think the best solution is to... A, prop those things up. One, prop those things up. Two, start using any of these different cash solutions and also trying to – we didn't, haven't even talked about this yet, but just being able to transact with cryptocurrency at the point of sale is also highly beneficial. And there's lots of stores, uh, lots of retail markets, lots of institutions that now take uh, cryptocurrency at the point of sale. Uh, Roger and his crew at Bitcoin.com have published recently that there's tons of places – that are now taking bitcoin cash and there's lists out there i need to find one for you to add but there's lists out there of uh, companies institutions uh, retail establishments that take cryptocurrency just fucking use cryptocurrency at the point of sale and that right there is automatically another level of protection right there's no kyc typically when you go to buy something and you're going to be fine that right there is what moves us moves the dial toward having cryptocurrency as a unit of account this is one of the things mint that's missing in the cash based piece of this, right? Uh, Bitcoin is mostly good money, not, notwithstanding the scaling effects. But the other issue is, in order for a good currency to function, a la the Austrian economic school of thought, it has to be a good unit of account, right? Which means that it can be, the currency prices are displayed in those units. So I know with, with crypto you have Satoshis, uh, but any, any given number, any way you want to describe it, currency could be listed as a unit of account, and that way we decouple ourselves from always having to look at the dollar or measure things in the dollar. And that's also part of the problem you mentioned, where everyone is just focused on having being attached to the dollar, working within the context of the system, and just being enmeshed in it. But now we have the capacity to escape that as more people begin to get into cryptocurrency, and we can start thinking of how this unit account piece is going to work. But it does require that we use cash at the point of sale and we also continue to develop these networks like the agri market that you mentioned Ernie so I'm 100% in support of this I think the ultimate goal here get out of the context of the system because they can find you if they want to it's going to be to create our own type of quote unquote state or own uh, polyarchic society or panarchic society to live within where we don't even have to worry about that shit so I think that's got to be high on the, the agenda list because we see that these guys are relentless to crush crypto and they're going to do anything in their power. And it really doesn't matter how much anonymity or privacy you have, because it's impossible to have full or complete or total anonymity and privacy. You can only be careful and, and have as much OPSEC as you have the wherewithal to operate with.
1: Well, I'd
0: i you know, well, like, like to talk about it. it. I'd, I'd like, like to help. help. I'd like to be part of the, the solution. I mean, it's not like we're not willing. I just, you know, went to, uh, uh, my domain provider, GoDaddy, and, and forwarded it to uh, BitcoinCustomerServices.com dot to Freedom's Phoenix, but it can go anywhere. You know, you let me, you know, let me, let me, you know, see what's up, you know, and we'll put it over there, or we'll get some other thing. Because, as in street activist, made you look. That's the whole point. That's what the signs are for, all the freeway overpasses. And, oh, my God, as an activist in the 90s, if we had QR codes, man, I would have been all over that, okay? So now QR codes that we've done this before recently, we put them on every gas pump, every bus station, every port of john every bathroom in a high-rise, in the stalls, every, 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 anywhere someone's standing there for a few minutes with their smartphone watching their tank get filled up or waiting for a bus or a train or subway or whatever, QR code blip. Silly status. Taxes are for slaves. I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> you put this in and it goes to what? Whatever the hell we want. But it, it has to be something that's worth doing. Now, of course, we did it with the Ron Paul revolution That was a very popular thing there. Some libertarian stuff or you know, you know, tax slave. You know, quit being a tax slave. But, you know, we can put that up as a solution to all of the Supply chain, you're not allowed, you can't get it. Oh, yeah, you can. Over here, I, you know, we just need to have to bypass that because it's intentional. They intentionally shut down supply chain, they intentionally close factory, they intentionally burn forests and cities and towns and, and, you know, uh, food processing plants and whatever the hell. We just got to be able to bypass it with information. We are in the information age. Not the information permission slip, you know. And if we can do that, we understand get ahead of this, then we'll be fine. It's like, you know, it's it's I tell you what it's like. This is what it's like, Sterling. I look at all this oppression and government and regulation trying to catch up with you and you're in your, you know, nice little sporty whatever driving down, you know, the desert highway. And, you know, the, the the sun is starting to set, you know, behind you. And you're just kind of looking in the rearview mirror and you see, you know, the woo cars. Woo-wah, woo woo You know, here they're coming. They're going to get you. You know, all you have to do is be a little bit faster than them. And all of a sudden, all this government regulations stuff start slipping over the horizon with the sunset. And you forget they were even there. They have no interface with you. They haven't caught up to you. They don't. Hell, they yep. don't even know where you are. You know. So and you get off the road, go for a wheeling, or you go to space, and you get your flying freaking pirate ship, and you go to space. You, bite me. This is where we're not. We're stuck in this compliance mud pool that we're trying to work with. Stop. We don't have to. We're so much better off and more resilient. Yep to whatever circumstances are coming if we just do it ourselves. So that's where I want to invest time, money, effort, sights, you know, activism towards that. 100%, brother. So I'm going, Sterling, I know you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know you have experienced this Firsthand. I know you know the people that have done it, but they've lost their funding or money or whatever because the people that were funding it wanted to get rich and comply with the system, and they either got theirs because that was their job is divert you from working on other stuff, or it didn't pan out the, the way they wanted and ah, I'm not going to get a big paycheck from the selling the PayPal kind of crap, you know, so they're gone. When the talent... And the people that didn't need that much or even wanted that much are just sitting in the background, playing on, doing whatever, and freeing the planet. And all they needed was a little bit of encouragement, a little bit of notoriety, a radio show, you know, or somebody that can create an example, a use case. And all of a sudden, boom, it detonates, explodes, and you can't stop it. Like cryptocurrencies when it first started. Because when Bitcoin first came on the scene, who was it that embraced it more than anywhere else? I remember Patrick Byrne coming on the show, Overstock guy, he goes, we get all our Overstock cryptos coming from New Hampshire. You know? He goes, I don't know what the hell they're doing in New Hampshire, but New Hampshire be using crypto buying our stuff. So this is... All it takes is one entrepreneur, one, you know, retail outlet, one, you know, guy. Oh, my God, MAGA gets involved and Mike Lindell sells pillows for Bitcoin cash. And, you know, freaking just out of principle, it'll freaking blow up. So this, but you got to be able to do it privately. You got to be doing it on the side. You got to demonstrate it. So before we finish this uh, show, I want to get some kind of commitment from you that you'll Forward somebody to me, some of you are thinking about some little action of kind of they just need a little encouragement, need to talk to Ernie of whatever because damn it, we have to have, we have to. This is a necessity, it is a minimum job requirement that we have reputation score to individuals, whether they're anonymous or not. They're a troll, they're a, you know an agent provocateur, they're something of the man, they got a reputation, scuttlebutt thing, which is, you know, a lot of these other platforms do that very thing. You have, uh and you have a means to privately, unsurveiled transaction of, I give you this, I get that. And the only thing I got to worry about is what shipper scans it to tell the man of, you know, I got tractor parts. I mean, you know, you know, whatever. So, can I get that question? That request—is it clear in your mind of what I'm looking for?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Is I have some people that come to mind. I don't want to name them publicly in case they don't want to be named. But I'll see about I'll put you together a I'll put you together a short list. So yeah, I think one of them that comes to mind is uh, someone I've worked with recently. A lot of it has to do with people who've gotten either sidetracked or derailed. By government itself, and I actually had to deal directly with various institutions and agencies. So it was more of that problem rather than the uh, guys who were maybe trying to do the right thing, but then the the hedge fund manager or whoever their investor was sent them another direction. I don't know many cases. Happens all happened, the time. I've been,
0: yeah. Happens. That's one yeah. thing I want to make this clear to the audience. This is what I see. Somebody's being successful and they're on the right track. Oh, man, they're going to get some and they got to show some talent guy with the money shows up, you know, man, you're the, you're the, yeah, I, pace, man, I'm with you, brother, we're going to do, but I need a little bit of interfade. kind of, then you're off track. And it's never going to work. It wasn't intended yeah. to work. Or it was, you know, they got paid by some grant of agency of trying to divert to do the whatever, and then you're done. Because what happened early on, those guys didn't exist, and Ross Ulbricht had the concept in his head of what can be possible, exactly what we're talking about, so I did it. Yeah. So, Boom, they slam on you. So I'm just like, the problem is, is that they were dealing on DNS. They actually had this on the man's internet. You know, there's ways to transmit, you know, ones and zeros without using that. I mean, it used to be fax machines. I mean, crap. I mean, you dial up. I mean, what are we talking about? We're sending a text. I mean, this is nothing. You You do mesh networks. Satellites are coming. I mean, it is so possible and the ones that interface... If they are not actively avoiding any interface... Then I don't have time for them. Because I know where that goes. So right. it's those yep. guys. Okay? Yep,
3: no, I hear you. And I, I want to... You know, kind of... Conclude my thoughts here with this by agreeing with you. As a person who has first-hand try to interact with the system and try to build a cryptocurrency business in this hostile environment it is a waste of time to, to I don't care say what you that
4: all this is my life go ahead with your own life leave me alone.
0: Welcome to Declare Your Independence on the Free Talk Live Network.
1: It's time for Declare Your Independence with Ernest Hancock.
2: Believe me when I say we have a difficult time ahead of us. But if we are to be prepared for it, we must first shed our fear of it. I stand here without fear because I remember... I remember that I am here not because of the path that lies before me, but because of the path that lies behind me. I remember that for 100 years we have fought these machines. And after a century of war, I remember that which matters most. We are still here! Let us make them remember.
0: We are not welcome back! Welcome back to Declare Ernest Hancock on the Free Talk Live Network on Genesis. This conversation that we're continuing with Sterling Luhan, a good friend for many years, that's been heavily involved in cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology. And they also a lot of the experts started trying to interface with the man with fiat currencies on brokerages, getting on the stock market, having their companies given the blessing and permission slip from the government. And that, I believe, was where we went wrong and was a big mistake and a waste of time. So now as we're getting into central bank digital currencies that are definitely going to say any and every competition is going to be counterfeit, why are we even interfacing with the fiat currencies of different governments? The cryptocurrencies work great just by themselves. So that's where this conversation is going. You know, The future is going to be. It's going to be, it's going to be, and we're discussing it. Enjoy. So I'm just like, the problem is, is that they were dealing on DNS. They actually had this on the man's internet. You know, there's ways to transmit, you know, ones and zeros without using that. I mean, it used to be fax machines. I mean, crap. I mean, you dial up. I mean, what are we talking about? We're sending a text. I mean, this is nothing. You you do mesh networks. Satellites are coming. I mean, it is so possible. And the ones that interface, if they are not actively avoiding any interface, then I don't have time for them because I know where that goes. So it's those guys.
2: Yep.
3: No, I hear you. And I I want to kind of conclude my thoughts here with this by agreeing with you as a person who has firsthand tried to interact with the system and tried to build a cryptocurrency business in this hostile environment it is a waste of time to to say that nicely there's also a, a chance that you could be harmed in the process or even end up in prison for not doing anything strictly illegal just trying to build a cryptocurrency business and interact with the state and the system and abide by the regulation it's never going to suit you because the system itself is uh, against everything that you stand for it is opposed to cryptocurrency we saw this with operation Choke 2.0 which we briefly mentioned and it just it it just doesn't work right unless you completely bend over for the system, like a lot of these exchange has, yeah. where now they have basically back backdoor. They've given backdoor. So you can
0: launder, launder money through and... Ukraine. I mean, the Democratic Party. That's <laughs> what was going on.
3: Yeah, I'll get you that list, Ernie. I have a few guys that can probably uh, talk to you. Two of them come to mind directly, and there's probably a few other that will come to mind as well.
0: Yeah, I wanted to, you know, so people understand what we're up against. Operation Choke Point. Let me put it up. Operation. Choke point, you know. Go ahead and talk about what you know about it while I bring up the thing.
3: Yeah, yeah. Ha- happy to. So, uh, just for some background, Operation Choke Point, uh, Choke Point One Point Zero was forget the presidential administration that was that headed it off at the yeah, time. It was Obama. What ha- yeah. well, I, that's, that's what I that's what I thought as well. wasn't one hundred percent sure. Yeah, but, yeah. That the idea was that whenever uh, money services. Ah, business as a new class of businesses emerged. What happened was the Obama administration had a policy of uh, not saying that those businesses are are illegal, and some of the big big ones were like uh, money money exchangers, uh, also uh, early. Uh, I think the well. Here's a list. It was anything in guns, you yeah. know,
0: porn actresses that had porn, a bank account, pawn, pawn you know. Shops, yeah. Yeah, pawn shops, coin dealers, uh, payday loans, that kind of thing. The low-hanging fruit, okay? What they were looking yeah. at was social and economic engineering. They thought they could get away with this to give them the power to shut down bank accounts. Well, of course, your people aren't going to defend the porn actresses that had a bank account or the guy selling evil guns and they would, Operation Choke Point. Yep. They just shut down your credit cards took your money whatever and it started in 13 it ended in August of 17 after a bunch of lawsuits and Kong finally they whatever dropped it but now operation choke point 2.0 which is with the same mindset and what do they add on here it's going to be crypto stuff
3: crypto yeah cryptocurrency also cannabis has been in the crosshairs You run a cannabis business right. it's really hard to get a to get a bank account the thing with operation choke point 2.0 is it's mostly what we out as whisperings and little hints that it's happened that there hasn't been any like public confirmation quote unquote so some people may call it a conspiracy theory but i just want to make everyone make sure everyone in the audience knows that this isn't a conspiracy that we experienced at firsthand. at our company we had about 20 bank accounts total Uh, we had over 10 bank accounts uh, closed as a result of doing cryptocurrency business and we had a, a great deal of money that was uh stolen for a time from the banks that we had to work really hard to get back which we eventually did seeing as we were doing nothing wrong in the first place so that yeah that's it's actually happening whether people want to admit it or not there's been a few uh, congressmen who've talked about operation choke point 2.0 and to put it into context but the big thing that's happening as part of that initiative is that bank regulators are telling their lower level banking partners to reject cryptocurrency companies or to make or at very least, make it extremely difficult for them to bank. So the system actively doesn't want you involved and in or participating, especially in the U.S. And this is why human capital flight takes place, right? This is why a lot of cryptocurrency companies have moved abroad or have tried to leave the U.S.
0: Yeah, no, they're talking about you know um, cryptocurrency in the system is a cancer. We got to root out, you know and uh the choke point 2.0 is the alleged coordinated efforts by my administration to cut the cryptocurrency industry off from the US banking sector is the security and exchange commission's chemotherapy for a 14 billion dollar <laughs> ponzi blah 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 so th- this is you know, of course they're doing it and i know why cuz they yep. can i mean you know this is cuz they can they are you know th- th- i see crypto as people's money it was Easy to use it. So easy. I need to, you know, I, I get on um, plays, but, you know, for um, AirBits and now Edge and all you guys that I want to have it. You know, you can link it to your bank account and you can buy it. You can do this. You can buy crypto through this. I go, you know what I need? I need a button every time I use it on, the you know, account wallets I don't care about, that it buys that much plus 10% you know i want a a setting to where it's easy to spend it easy to spend it easy to spend it and then you don't have any and then it shoots to the moon nope 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 i want when i spend it i'm getting it you know so I can even maybe a little bit more so if somebody has that feature i'm all about that too so I just, but then that's an exchange thing then you're dealing with and you're giving somebody it's you know it's a thing so you have to take responsibility for your own transactions well this is uh the choke point 2.0 is to target the emergence of exactly what we've been talking about because they see it coming no matter how much bad press they get no matter how and anybody that knows anything you look at it and you go yeah because you, everybody gave their money to this exchange and then they spent it duh uh don't do that again okay so this is you know so simple for a lot of us that from the beginning, understood where the the pitfalls were and how to avoid it. So we're fine. But do I have to interface with the U.S. dollar? No. Then what? Then what is it? So I, you know, I I just I make a bunch on a crypto. Oh, it's high, good. Sell it, buy more silver while they're manipulating that down. So, but if I could use it. Just like I would in a festival transaction with a silver dime of get whatever and I'm done, you know, and I could use crypto in the same way internationally. I'm all over it. And I know choke point 2.0 knows this, too. So they're looking for a brick and mortar. They're looking for an address. They're looking for a name. They're looking for a bank account. They're looking for anything that they have jurisdiction of. They can do it. And if you do it through, I don't know, just. Friends, family, neighbors, community, private membership, a kiss of my butt, of, Amish, of whatever the hell. You know, the Amish, man, they'd be, they'd be all over smartphones now if you could do this. You know, <laughs> So this is what we're talking about, you know. I want to make sure that I'm very clear. And if I bitch about it enough to enough of the, you know, Sterling Lou hands out there, then what's going to happen? I'll start getting, you know, some feedback on this stuff as being a happening. And why it's not is interesting to me. So before you go, I want to hear that. Why isn't this a focus? Why have not you focused on this? Why? What? What? Why? What, you guys didn't have enough money you made from crypto before? I know a lot of you guys have... Tons of money. Together. Yeah, but we want wanting to, so I can make even tons more. I'm going, and fortunately, at least the Liberty community took their uh, crypto and did a lot of good things with it, which is what scared the crap out of the man. And I remember it was um, the first Anarcopoco, I think it was, that we were at. And the biggest thing that the infiltrators and spot the Fed people, you know, what they wanted to know, well, how are you going to do your taxes? Which is what Andreas Antonopoulos said. we got to voluntarily... Comply and be good little citizens and pay our tax on the gains of yeah, you. Let me know how it works out, you know. But then we had them at an in Mexico. They were there and they wanted to know how are you gonna do the taxes and they wanted to know if the Ron Paul Revolution was gonna take this newfound we made bank because crypto started in 09 It was going into '12 and they thought we were going to spend all the money either on Ron Paul or Rand Paul. That all this freedom money, we're out there being all freedom, that we're going to overwhelm the election process, and a lot of us didn't freaking care. It wasn't about that. It's not about voting. It was about the message that Ron Paul, how long we could keep him up on the podium. So they missed it, they didn't get it. So now that we have these resources to do this, I'm asking Sterling, because I know you were one of the guys that were doing it, is why this hasn't been the target? Why? explain it to
3: me yeah it's it, yeah it's a really simple answer it's because it's too hard right it's too hard because the government has been very aggressively coming after anybody who in crypto is doing anything even moderately antagonistic to its ecosystem right we it, per, per exam case some point the tornado cash developers those guys right now are under charges and potential indictment right for for creating an application same thing as the Silk Road Ross created a website. These guys created a decentralized application and now they're probably looking at some serious prison time. So, one of the reasons... For what? That Why? Because
0: of- they First Amendment you know, is freaking code. I mean, what? Yeah.
1: Well, then yeah. how, do, so- how do we
0: do it in development if we don't need to know who they are? You know, anonymous of Bite Me. You know, dark wallet of uh, you know, uh, uh, Cody and what's his name? Um Ah, uh, 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 Amir. 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 Taki.
3: Yeah. No. It's. Yeah. It's. It's doable, right? You just have to do it and and be be quiet about it. But I don't think these guys were anticipating that they were going to end up getting arrested and going to prison, possibly by the United States government, especially since they're not even
0: U.S. They could have asked, yeah. asked me. Yeah. They could ask me. So.
3: That, yeah. Let me expand on my my point here, though, especially as it pertains to my the, the business that I was helping. Uh, run with crypto mechs and and crypto space so the reason that we did what we did is because even though we were working within the context of the the quote-unquote system uh, we were still in in the business of of uh, pissing those off p- pissing those folks off and also fighting back against the system because we were helping exit people from using the dollar and that's what they that's what they didn't like so even if you're playing within the system uh we look at it as just playing a game like, kind of like a game of chess to get people out of the fiat ecosystem by getting them into crypto that was a big part of the business so even if you're playing within the system you're still in a way fighting back against them but uh, yes you're right in the in the sense that that doesn't work if you're actually trying to build a long-term sustainable right. business because they're just going to crush you but we we saw it as a as as fighting the good fight so and one of the and again, the problem of, of working in these other markets kind of underneath the, the, the cover of light is exactly what I mentioned. They're just so aggressively going going after people, not even people that are local or, nas- or U.S. nationals, but even overseas. And we saw that in the case of BitMEX, right? Arthur Hayes and those guys who were uh, letting people use their BitMEX pl- platform even though their company was headquartered in the Seychelles on the islands. So they ended up getting charged uh, criminally for violating... Uh, anti-money laundering laws, et cetera. So I, I think what's going to have to happen here is just a mixture of the things that we talked about, Ernie, uh, a continuation of people trying to build stuff that uh, opens up a market for normal, everyday people, right? And then also the, the critical mass of folks involved in using cryptocurrency as a currency. Plus – creating new uh, governance jurisdictions for people to experiment with whatever form of market they want to without being interrupted at all by any kind of government.
0: Not just offshore, off-planet. You know, a server on CubeSats <laughs> yeah. of, you know, you got you know 60 satellites of, you got a latency of a little bit of I don't care, you know, and you uh, mesh networking of off the mountaintops of yeah, that probably won't work either. You're going to need, the government's going to have to come out with their, you know, freaking ion cannons to shoot out, you know, whatever the hell, but it's always an arms race, you know, for just information. And... When yeah. you're talking about these guys, well, they did this thing and they're on the, you know, off the coast in the country. of the. They're still on the planet. I mean, you know, or it's not decentralized enough or it's not noted enough. or it's, If we haven't learned by now, these people are too stupid to do it. If they come up and they come to me, well, we're going to, I go, you're too stupid. Well, you don't know how to do it. I'm a blockchain super sleuth. If I know I don't give a shit, you're too stupid because you're doing it this way and I guarantee what's going to happen. Don't waste my time you know, they did el salvador and all of a sudden that was a big thing That was into the, woo, the government of el salvador woo, and the government of el salvador has got a government of el salvador wallet for your crypto of government of el salvador <laughs> and i'm going oh well i'll work out you know and immediately that went to crap so i'm just going what did you think was going to happen don't be stupid i want to say that a lot sterling yeah, you know, don't be stupid. I don't blame you. Cause this is stupid. They start doing this stuff. Oh, look where I go. Stupid. you Ernie says you're stupid. Well, Ernie's stupid, nah.
2: <laughs> so, now. So, if I'm calling you stupid, Ernie,
0: and I'm stupid. Then you're really stupid,
3: <laughs> right? Hey, you're no, you're exactly right. I mean, I stick to my point that I speak from firsthand experience. It's it's not worth it in the long run. You you end up burning through capital and. Energy and you have a ton of stress because you're having to deal with the banking situation, and then oh. you have the, the the regulations that you have to follow, and then you have to learn how to like interact in that system and learn their antiquated rules. It's really really challenging, and it's also again you're just you're just basically spinning your wheels. Are you familiar with Cordell? And...
0: Cordell, you ever heard of Cordell?
3: I have heard of them, but I'm not intimately familiar with the project. Now,
0: Q O R T A L. And they've addressed an you know, entire internet, you know, payment system, a um, uh, chat messaging. I mean, they're building a internet replacement off of their system, you know, uh, off of DNS. So I'm, I'm going okay. And then there's social networking. You know, Dan Dix uses them a lot. Uh, Bastion, B A S T Y O N, and uh, so we're you know working with them on developing exactly this. I'll go. Well, I'm not doing it if I can't embed IPFS to do and I got and it never goes away of content of this video no longer is available because I, got, I can't do that. Then why am I doing it? So they do it. And I go, okay, cool. So we can start doing that. Then we have Cordal. They're coming online. got people a lot of excited, but it had got the grandma just button yet, but it's doing it with the market and it's, um, uh, what, uh, use various different current currencies, including court and, um, and, uh, you know, a bunch of others, doesn't matter. They have their wallet and so on. But it's these totally decentralized. There is no brick and mortar place. This is what, if you're, if you're doing that, got kind of a headquarters of an LLC of the, you know, you're having board of directors of quarterly meeting kind of stuff, stupid. You know, I mean, why did you structure that? Well, the government, oh, it's a government thing. Well, shit. Well, I guess we got to do it then. You know, I just, oh, seriously? We haven't learned by now? And I'm going, yeah. and I'm going to be on S- Sterling's ass. Because Sterling freaking <laughs> from firsthand experience ought to freaking know better. And when I see Sterling going off on something, it's because somebody showed up with a bunch of cash and a bunch of quick money making work. we're kind of, Sterling, we need your name to do. And I go, ah, caught you. You did it again. You know, Stop. No, I
3: think you'll, yeah, I feel you. I think you'll really like the project that we're, we're working on now. Of course, it's a, I mean, piece of it have already been built. I'll send you some links and stuff. You can look more into it. Maybe next time we go into more detail.
0: I'm I'm all over it. You, whatever you need, you going down this line, I'm your biatch, man. I'm your media <laughs> bitch. I mean, whatever you need, we're going to put, because here we go. Let's Our thing is occupy the land. I can see that you'll own nothing and here's your happy shot. Well, Donna and I, we're finishing up the Love Bus Liberty Tour. I'm up at Derrick's in Maine right now. We're building different equipment for our build in Arizona. I'm just finishing today, you know, a big trommel for soil separation of the whatever. And then we're making a brick. Maker. We're making, we're making, we're making, we're making. We got to buy a tractor and we got to buy, we got to buy. And then it's too freaking hot in Arizona, this is one thing. So we get back there, you know, before Halloween and, you know, holidays start with grandkids and all that kind of stuff. We start developing the land. Out in the desert. We're just out in the desert. Can I can I do it out in the desert here, boss? Can I, can I have permission slip of I get to live and do Please. the No, you're not allowed. Well there's gonna be a bunch of challenge on that. But the point is is that how do I do commerce and food with people? You know, how do I trade and barter and communicate? Well, they're gonna they're gonna do exactly what they do to all you guys. He's out there acting like he's free and got his own land and growing his own food and you know homeschooling kids and making sure that he's not in on our grid and he's got all solar and rainwater and he sure as shit can't do that. You see my point? So I need to have a communication, a network, a storage, and be able to disseminate what's happening in video. You know, even fundraising or support or not or that, but I'm not willing to freaking brown-nosed the man for a permission slip that they're not going to give me anyway. So I'm just like, you know, I've been doing this for decades, Sterling, since the end of the 80s. I'm the OG guy. And I've seen the progression (laughs) of this stuff. And when crypto and blockchain came available in 2009, we understood what it meant. Because I remember in 1988, you go, uh, was it Nakamoto... Institute or whatever, they got this up I had them on and they remember this letter, they had it on their site and it was an article that we would publish in the newspaper in the mid-90s and what it was, from crossbows to cryptography, do you remember that article?
2: That no, no, no.
0: pull it up you know, just put it in, from crossbows to cryptography and see if it'll come up and I'll tell you what it's about and this Doing is how it. we do
1: Doing it to be a Freedom's the answer. What's the question? You're listening to Ernest Hancock.
0: Welcome back to Declare Your Independence with me, Ernest Hancock on the Free Talk Live Network. We are finishing up our conversation with Sterling Luhan, an expert, professional, been doing it a long time, cryptocurrency, blockchain technology, and all the goodies that can come with that. But the entire industry diverted into compliance with The man under the promise of something. And that was a mistake. Fortunately, now that people have had a decade, more than a decade, to get all experted up, get their, you know, 10,000 hours in to be able to, you know, make the blockchain sing, now it's time that we get into the real solution that was the promise from the beginning. To not interface with governments with fiat fiat currencies to use it as database surveillance tools of the man you know this was the whole point and the promise for a lot of us libertarian you know voluntarist leave me aloneist, anarchist whatever the liberty community that we saw the potential well now we're getting back to it and that's what this conversation has been about and now we can, you know, finish up and wrap up the conversation with Sterling Lujan, uh that has seen the light, you know, and he's always been a good guy. I really enjoy him and his life. And I've met with him several times around the country and the world as we go to these various different Bitcoin, blockchain, cryptocurrency events. And you can see from my perspective, from an old guard guy, you know, it's been around in the Liberty community for a long time, whenever... Empowerment, being from fax machines to email, you know, from printing press to, you know, Substack, I mean, you know, to Twitter, all of this stuff, you can see in every single case, they want to take away the decentralized nature of it, that it's replicated, that the data is not censorable or editable or can go away or be deplatformed. These were the heady days of the 90s, and then... You saw control starting to come in. Cryptocurrency, when it hit in uh, '09 or so, we became aware of it. We knew what this meant. It was going, here we go. But from the beginning, they incentivize. You know, it's all carrot and stick. You want to know what you get more of in a society? You see what's incentivized, what's you know, subsidized, what's supported, what's allowed, what's permitted, what's encouraged. You know, And, and you want to see what you're going to get less of, it's what's punished. So when you punish innovation and productivity with, oh, my goodness, you made more money, you got a progressive income tax, and they come after you more, you know, it's just, oh, what do you think is going to happen? So when you have um, things that are dissuaded and discouraged, like productivity and creating jobs and making money and being productive, that's punished. What's supported and subsidized is inactivity, dependency. Disability sitting on your butt. <laughs> you know, this is, it's amazing. And now that we have the technology that we can bypass this, that we can just leapfrog over this, we can create our own communities or our own payment systems or our own information, you know, and bypass the, the propaganda and censorship of what is centrally controlled. This is just the beginning. It's the concept, it's the realization that it can be done. And we what we're talking about now uh, as we end this segment is and this interview is that from the early on in my awareness, you know, in my 20s, that I look back and I remember all of these concepts have been discussed. And if you research the revolutionary writings of the founding fathers and mothers and wives and children and soldiers writing back and so on. You get a little bit deeper, you can see the reason, the why. Why were they doing this? It was for a cause of liberty, for freedom. Leave me aloneism. We want to be, the only purpose of government is to defend individual rights. If it's not doing that, it's time to alter or abolish it's your right, it's your duty. That's Declaration of Independence, the purpose of government, defense of individual rights. And if they're not doing it, then why are they there? What's the point? To enslave me? To have monopoly on force? The central power Or kick my butt? You know? So this is um, uh, an interesting conversation I wanted to share with you, all the great conversations I had this week. And you go to Declare Your Independence with Ernest or go to Freedom's Phoenix Freedom with an S Phoenix P H O E N I X dot com and at the top right you'll see the icon that banner that goes into the show. So there's a lot of great shows that I I, I can't share with you on just you know one evening a week, but uh, uh, we do a lot. So you go and check it out and enjoy the rest of this conversation with Sterling Luhan But I'm not willing to freaking brown nose the man. For a permission slip, they're not going to give me anyway. So I'm just like, you know, I've been doing this for decades, Sterling, since the end of the 80s. I'm the OG guy. And I've seen the progression (laughs) of this stuff. And when crypto and blockchain came available in 2009, we understood what it meant. Because I remember in 1988, you go, uh, was it Nakamoto... Institute or whatever they got this up. I had them on and they remember This letter they had it on their site And it was an article that we would publish In the newspaper in the mid 90's And what it was from Crossbows to cryptography do you remember That article na, na, na. Pull it up You know just put it in from crossbows to cryptography And see if it'll come up And I'll tell you what it's about And this Doing is it. how we do Doing it
3: now uh, Yep I'm on the Nakamoto Institute geography. Chuck Campbell.
0: Okay, from Krapos to cryptography, Nakamoto Institute. Yep, there it is. Okay. So I show you this here, boom. Now, what this was about this November 87, okay? The whole thing comes down to this. Of course, the king outlawed crossbows. Because the farmers, they just pull it out from under the straw in their ox cart, put a bolt through the knight's chest, and go back to farming. You know? Boom. They had the ability to defend it. It was like a Second Amendment thing. Well, cryptography, they saw the ability for people to be private in their communications and transactions. Of course, the king is going to make that illegal for the same reasons they made crossbows illegal to the peasants, you know, and the serfs in the medieval times. So they go, you know, from crossbows to cryptography, techno-thwarting the state, it's the same thing. So we're going, look, this concept of you have the ability to do exactly what we're talking about. They were talking about this in 87. So as young activists, libertarians, we understood what we were up against. If they can, yep. they are. Nice. Okay. So this was the beginning for us when you started going into PGP encryption in the early 90s. You know, Zimmerman was going on about that. Then you had, um, uh, you know, like... I'm sorry?
3: Timothy May, those guys. Right. Eric, Eric Hughes, yeah, I, this is uh, really interesting. I think I had, I had heard about this article, but I had never actually read it.
0: Oh, it's worth the read. You know, it's like, you know, it, it, it's amazing. You know, it, it be, be, before there were cattle prods, governments tortured their prisoners with clubs and rubber hoses. Before there were lasers for eavesdropping, governments used binoculars and lip readers. I mean, it's just the same as technology thing. So it's a race. I feel like we're in a race, and we finally have caught up with crypto. We got ahead of them, and we're allowing them to catch up because we were trying to interface with them. That was a huge mistake. But after about 10 years, what happens? You get into uh, Malcolm Gladwell's you know, thing about um, uh, you get into 10,000 hours, you become an expert on something. Oh, you know? uh, yep. You know, so now we're in so like a decade later, all the blockchain guys got their 10,000 hours in so they can start doing it. They can start. We're in that point now. And I'm going, OK, where are these guys? They got their brains hijacked. It was like, you know, you know, the, the covid, the lockdown, the the mind screw of whatever the hell they did to us. And that it stopped the innovation of getting ahead of them, because, of course, crossbows to cryptography. It doesn't matter. If you have a technological ability to resist, they're going to come after you and make an example of you. Yeah. <laughs> and this 40-year-old freaking article demonstrated that and it got blazoned in my cortex and I never forgot it.
3: Yeah, nice. I, I mean, one of the things we didn't mention that's also uh, a problem, we're, <laughs> we're still going on this, but the fact that all these major institutional investors kind of came into the crypto space yep. uh, that speaks to your point about sending people a different direction but it also speaks to the point of a lot of the folks who came with that movement aren't really interested in our principles and philosophy they don't no. want to see freedom they don't really see cri- they see they see crypto and they see dollar signs yep. right they see they see quick money they're not really concerned about the freedom is not the answer to the liberty implications no
0: no, that's that's not where they're at. All right, man, we'll wrap it up on there. You don't need me yelling at you anymore. You know? <laughs> the um, uh, and I and we're talking. You know, the next I'll just leave the stream going on, guys, because our next um, guest is uh, Barry Kerwin, that is a good friend that I met at an Arcapoco, Him and his now wife um, that is in Ireland, and they're trying to kill all the cattle. You know, they're gonna yep, got got to save the planet. No more cows, and I, I'm like. Well, where am I going to get my of gold butter? I, you know what the hell. So this is this is you know it's amazing what's happening. He's in a land um, um, supreme court battle. You know for his. Land that's been generational, hundreds of whatever the heck. I mean, it's just amazing. What and the reason that he went to NarcoPoco initially, God, a decade ago, was because of all this stuff. He's like, there's got to be something that somebody somewhere that's not trying to integrate in the system. I mean, you know, somewhere. <laughs> oh, there he is. There he is. You got to say, hey, okay, wait, 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 wait. We'll, we'll we'll end it with him. All right, come come on, Barry. Can I hear you? Give me your video. All right, Barry, go ahead and give me your video, man. Barry. Now yeah, he probably just came on early just to get on. But the, um, you know, this is, he's one of us, definitely one of us. And we have a one of us or a bunch of us all around the world. You know, you know Sterling knows this. He's friends with all of them. You know, and cryptocurrency, is, but everybody speaks English. Do they speak, Um, you have to converse in other languages? Or is most everybody there you know, second, you know, pretty good language English.
3: Yeah, pretty, pretty good language, pretty strong English existence in the crypto space. Most everyone speaks English fluently, even if they're from, let's say, South Korea, for example.
0: You know, I appreciate uh, us spending the time. I'm hoping you get to say, "Hey, to Barry, real quick." But you know, this is um, the the solution, even to a lot of the problems that Barry and I are going to be discussing internationally. And I'm just I I'm I'm amazed that it's not the fo- it is for guys at Cordle and Bastion and IPFS you know that's kind of pulled away from Filecoin just the protocol they're just doing it we're just doing it you know been doing it for years and you know a lot of other people that are taking this tact also different festivals different you know I don't think the Rainbow people are you know got a whole bunch of bank accounts I have no idea but right. the <laughs> but the um the mindset. In the crypto space, an anarchist like Sterling, people that understand firsthand dealing with the man, and they're still trying to interface with him. I have to understand what the shit is going on. So I don't even care. Don't want to know. Sterling, you, other people, you're going down this road we got resources help and examples to be able to participate in it that we've already demonstrated that we're doing pirates without borders was with the promotion of decentralization of everything agris.market blackmarketfridays.com all all this is to promote that and then who's on our team bunch of people including james corbett corbett says something boom they go look okay so when you're ready let me know and we'll go down this road and then watch the shit show if you guys get shot and arrested and blown up or whatever. But you know, it's um but we're gonna make 'em make you and make 'em say it. Make 'em say it. Okay?
3: I love I love it. All right, man. Hey, I'll get you that I'll get you that list and I'll check out all the stuff that you have going on and with especially with Agra Market and your partners there.
0: Well, love we're it. really going towards oh, I didn't even show you this. All right, all right, all right, I gotta pull it up for Barry anyway. Okay. Um, sure. land dot org. This is what Donna and I are building in Arizona. Oh wow, nice. So this Kinda is looks like. Yeah, we built a prototype on the smaller domes in Washington last summer. We're here getting the and I figured out what equipment I need to make it go a lot faster, you know. And I don't give a crap, dome, not dome, that's not the point. The reason the dome is because the least amount of material to enclose the most space and it was cheaper. You know, and I'm going. Well, I can do this. They go. Oh, it's so spaceshipy. My wife is always. You better have wood inside. You know that kind of crap. But so I'm dealing with this. It may be a little bit different, but that's generally the floor plan of our home in North Phoenix because we really like the way that we had that work on the right is the master uh, bath and. And closet, and then with the bedroom, and then that far back one is my studio, and then the main room, and then the guest house, and then a garage, and then you got to have my V-tall, get flying car, kiss my ass. You know that's just the way it is. But the uh, you know, so this is what we're doing now. I you know, my thing is I don't really care. You know, uh, do domes, do a teepee. I don't give a crap. All right? You do a TP. you know, put your bus in a thing, doesn't matter to me. Don't care. That's not the point. It's occupy the land. It said they don't want you on the land. They do not want you being able to homeschool, grow your own food, having a community that you don't need them. They don't want you to have your So this is where we're at, okay? All right, there's Barry. Barry, say hey to uh, uh, Sterling Luhan. I want him to, you know, touchy-feely space on you and say yo, what's up? There you go.
3: Yeah, hey, we're gonna get
0: Barry. Hey, son, how you doing?
3: Yeah, doing quite well. We just got through with a nice long talk.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he got he got yelled at. You know, <laughs> this, that's you know. all right. Papa pop hand, <laughs> that's expected. You know, well, well, this is. You yeah, know, just, yeah, no. We'll get right to Barry. I just wanted you guys to say because Barry's a freedom fighter. You know, in Ireland, I met at Narcapoco, and it's just been so universal and global and when he got married during lockdown you know we couldn't go and i was i'm so pissed you know this is the man and a lot of people had dead relatives a lot of tragedies happened to the home couldn't travel it's kind of you know and now they're wanting to do it again oh seriously
3: hey hey uh Perry, nice to meet you i'm gonna have to jump ernie thank you so much and uh barry let's uh Get each other's contact info. Ernie can set us up. Yeah,
0: no, I'm i I'm a, sure. You guys, you get hooked up. Okay. Peace, Thanks. man. Talk to you later, Sterling. Thanks. Thanks.
3: Cheers, brother. Bye.
0: Another interesting and informative interview, was it not? That I, I love sharing these with you guys. But um, I, I just want everyone to understand we're at the, we're definitely at the end of the beginning. You know, I don't know about the beginning of the end, but it's the end of the, the beginning. And what is coming? There is coming a, an understanding, an enlightenment of a lot of people. The you know, Living on the dole, sitting back, collecting a paycheck from the sweat of another's brow. These are all the kinds of things a lot of great writers have you know, brought up over millennia of how societies go down. It, it's not the, the value of productivity, of work. Of creating, and if you can create a device or a robot or artificial intelligence to do everything for you, you know, cool. But um, you got to be careful of what it takes away from being a human being. You know, the accomplishment, the the biofeedback. You know, that that was that's a, a good example. There was a gentleman I interviewed that was very wealthy. He invented a uh, medical procedure or device. He had problem with his wife. He was. A, kind of a uh, Yankee ingenuity, make it happen kind of guy. And uh, it was a difficult birth, and there was, you know, a device, and, you know, uh, I can't even remember what it was, but it made it a lot. Oh, it was a speed in doing um, a blood analysis or something on them at what stage of pregnancy, and it took so long, and he saw it threatened his wife's um Life And he was like, oh, no, 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 no. We can make this better. This needs to be a lot better, a lot faster. And he actually created it. Now, of course, he had to go through a bunch of the man crap, but um, he made a great deal of money. But he was very concerned in maximizing his own personal performance in his mind and body. So during this process, he had the resources to do it. What he did is he started shooting and I'm like, where did the shooting thing come into this? Because he needed a way to measure his cognitive ability, his his accuracy, his connection between his mind and his motor skills. He there was some you know metric that he could have that would tell him if he was concentrating, if he was able to uh, master his body. And one of the ways was shooting because it had immediate feedback, feedback. you pull the trigger, you take, because was very regimented in how he shot, you know, we were at a shooting class, you know, that's where we met at a friend that had an expert come and teach us a lot about shooting and so on, and, and he was a participant in that, and it was very mechanical, he went down, he'd do the exact same thing every time, the way he was breathing, the way he squeezed the trigger, the way he used the scope, that everything, and he was very good. But what he got out of it was the immediate biofeedback, ding, 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 or the uh, target would get the holes in the bullseye. So it was for him, it was how can I make use of some kind of uh, feedback that I can get to where I can understand I'm doing it right? You know, I, I'm, I'm mastering my, do you master your domain? I mean, you know, that was kind of his mindset. And it was amazing in the conversation of how he worked on his physical performance, his strength, his speed, everything. It was all about fine-tuning his body. I remember he did what he called uh, Spartan exercises. It's like you just do, you know, 5, 10, 15 minutes of burpees or something. It's, you know, real intense workout, get your heart rate way up, and you're done. You know that was you know one of the, uh, his techniques to maintain his fitness. But it was interesting to talk to him of all the things he was capable of doing, all of the things that um, he could build and buy and enjoy in life. He wanted to focus on the maximization of his mind and his body, and he and he saw you know shooting was just you know one. You know I'm trying to think of another one that would be even better or different or the same or. You know, I'm sure there's things out there, you know, different gaming and stuff that you could do. But to actually have in the physical world that you can do and control your breathing and your motor skills and your concentration and your steadiness and ding, you know, you got the bullseye. So this is the kind of thing that you look into the future. What is the positive reinforcement, the biofeedback? What? beller you get what ding do you get what in the bullseye do you get well it's all over the place the the there is no bullseye there's just preference oh uh, you know violate someone else's self-esteem with a bad meme and lose 50 points <laughs> you know it, it, you have a uh what's rewarded Oh, you made a bunch of extra money. Oh, well, the IRS needs more of that then, you know? It, it's, it's, this is the kind of thing that we kind of focus on, and you want to see what's the future going to be, what's rewarded, what positive feedback do you get on your actions and things that you do, and what's punished. If you take the time to sit down with your children and educate them, you're serious about the future, you're to, to the point That you're willing to have one of the spouses will take the time to teach. A grandparent. You do apprenticeships. You work on this. And you get positive feedback. Better. Well-rounded. Mature. Confident. Because they're competent in something. Children. Well, is that rewarded? Or is that punished? And if it's punished, you know what? What is rewarded by the state? Compliance, silence, sit in your chair, shut up. You know, you we gotta give you special chemicals. You know, because you realize that you know school's boring and you got legs. <laughs> and I'm walking over here. I'm going over here. I'm talking over here. Nope, not allowed. Got to conform to the norm of everybody else. So this is this is what we you'll hear a lot about on this show is that we're emphasizing. What should be rewarded? Well, at least tolerated. <laughs> I mean, you know, innovation, productivity, inspiration, you know, actually getting stuff done and making life better for everyone. Well, hopefully you enjoyed uh, the show this week. I, I really appreciate you guys listening, certainly through my rant to the end. Hey.